This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, the only man gutted about Mitchell Pearce's injury. Mitch, it's... <laughs> hey, there's like two and a half million of us <laughs> oh, yeah, gutted. Sorry, in, more. in this room. Yeah, g'day everyone. And you didn't, and didn't say my name. Everyone knows your name. <laughs> okay. A man who needs no introduction. And over here we have a first time guest host, Matt Bungard levels of irrational confidence from Damon Lee. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, Happy so Damon just basically messaged the podcast on yep. Facebook and was like, hey, if you need a host, I'm here. And I respected that move. I admired the moxie. Thank I, you. I was impressed that That's you what... checked the Facebook messages firstly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> we don't get many, but we get some. Nah. Um, and yeah, so Damon, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to find your way into this podcast, despite not being on Twitter, which is where like 90% of our audience comes from. Exactly. Um, yeah, just like got into podcasting, listened to a whole bunch and then found one I liked and... Yeah, <laughs> that story. That's literally it. That's like, there's no crate, like, you know, got referred to you by like a crazy friend or anything yeah, like that. But um, yeah, from Newcastle, moved to Sydney three years ago. Now I'm here. And you're and from Newcastle, but you're a Manly fan. Yeah, disgusting. So, Explain. So I think I went for the Knights till I was about eight. I think, and I think that's kind of like the cutoff from where you can kind of switch teams. If you're, so what if year you're, was this when you were eight? Were you like ninety ninety eight? We talking? Are we talking like <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, there would have been like yeah, like right before or after the grand final. Jeez. Yes. Um, but can't even speak to him anymore. Yeah, both both my parents are from Avalon, and they moved to Newcastle. And I'd like I'd never even been to like Manly till like semi recently, and then I was just like. It's kind of it's like a disgusting thing. It was like it kind of got amplified when like Ben Kennedy moved to Manly because it's like if there's if you're gonna pick one hero from the Knights, it's not Joey, it's not Chief, it's not Bedsy, it's fucking Ben Kennedy. So yeah. I, I don't know. That's the hill I kind of you died on Ben Kennedy hill and you went exactly with him. yeah. And yeah, it was a short sighted eight year old move. Not not knowing players can retire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. BK's so, out. I'm um, out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you said you do a bit of comedy writing for the Chaser. Yeah. Exactly the same way I got into this. I sent them an email and said, "Hey, can I like write for you?" And they were like, "No." And then I was like, "That's cool." And then I'm just gonna keep spamming you with uh, stuff. And I did. And then they were like, "Okay, cool. We'll take you on a paid position." Mitch, and Mitch, look, you have to stop writing. Have you tried emailing the Broncos, offering to be head coach? Yeah, do well, it. I could start. Do you want? Me? Yes. <laughs> but keep playing like Saturday. They might say yes. Dear one week. Broncos. That's my name's yeah. Mitch. I like the Broncos. Exactly. I'd Just like write out like something that's been pinned on a fridge. Like yeah. I, I love the Broncos. Please well, give me draw the, a picture of the... Darius Boyd with crayons. <laughs> no, no. What I will do. What seemed to wow them was Seabold, age twenty eight, <laughs> was fancy words. So I'll just go and write a basic email, then go to the Saurus and yeah. just change every word to the longest word possible. And yeah. I'll send it to them. Good. And just to have a PowerPoint with graphs. They don't say anything. <laughs> you just have graphs. Have graphs, lots of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of graphs. Units. Yeah. Information. <laughs> Wins equals good. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'm, yep. I'm up. Oh, geez. Uh, and winning was good for the Canberra Raiders, who took a 22 to 20 win over their arch rivals, the Cronulla Sharks. <laughs> arch rivals since 2016 when Mike Lennis did the biking clap. I'm still in support of that Mike Lennis biking clap. Oh, it was hilarious, wasn't it? Um, and now he works there, doesn't he? It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> he does work there. <laughs> Sorry, what? Mike yeah. works at the sh- uh, at the Raiders. He's like an assistant. I coach. did not know that. Yeah. Um. So they n- very nearly got twenty nil dickheaded. There was yeah. very nearly two twenty nil dickheads <laughs> in this round. But it's very unlike the Raiders as well. Oh, so unlike <laughs> them. Just... 
Um, I I got to do my favourite hobby in the world on Thursday night, which is messaging Nick Campton when the Raiders have a lead, congratulating him on a victory. <laughs> you did it after 24 minutes <laughs> in this game. Is. Because he's so insane that he believes that somehow my words have a direct impact <laughs> on the result of game if I congratulate him too early. And in this game, they did for a little while. It. I was very happy with how that went. But they pulled it out. They did yeah. it out. I was very happy with uh, with the Raiders win in the end. Uh, you know, I'm not a, not a Raiders fan, but I'm just enjoying how they're playing rugby league this year. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, I'm pretty much in love with John Bateman at this point. He wasn't a standout in this fixture, but yeah, he, he uh, you know the Raiders just had had another solid game at home. And I know it's early in the year, but they're slowly building something like winning again without Josh Hodgson, which seemed impossible for them at some point. No Hodgson or Leilua, they just seem to be just a different team all around this year. Well, this could be. This could end. That, th- you could look back on this game at the end of the season, and it could really be a, like a top four four pointer, if you like. Well, so these are the games they've lost like the last huge, couple of years. Huge win for them. They, they, they love losing one score games. Like they're always on the bottom of the competition in terms of one score wins, and that, that they've been doing that for years. And that's the difference between when this Raiders team can finish in the top four or when they come bloody twelfth. Is you know the, those close games. So they're sitting up there now. They're sitting fourth right now, and they and they uh, have they had their bye. I mean, they have had their no, they haven't had their buy yet. There, so. there was a comedy of errors at the end of this game. Like first you had um first you had Chad throwing like the worst pass. Like apart from Nathan Cleary dying with the ball in the last the other week, one of the worst, probably the worst last tackle option of the season on their last attacking set. Mm. And then you had Canberra for some reason not taking the two when they got a penalty and they could have run the entire clock down and just kicked a penalty goal. Yeah. And then you had Jack yeah. Whiten trying to score a try and giving away a penalty for a Shepherd, giving the Cronulla Sharks one more chance that they just shouldn't have had. Even though they won, they still did their best to shoot. It was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It was like, they're up by two, penalty, and I'm like, sweet, take the two, away you go. And no. Do you think they like enjoy like, the torture of just like getting... Just, they actually like, hate their fans. I think that must be what it is. <laughs> we'll just fuck with them some more. <laughs> Give away a Shepherd. Let, the, let Cronulla have one more attack for no reason. Yeah, bizarre move by them. But uh, yeah, it was just—it's a good win over a more, you know, almost a full-strength shark, shark side. They lost Bronson Sherry early, but they had Sean Johnson back in the game. He still doesn't seem one hundred percent. No, but he did put had some moments. Had but... some moments. Yeah, nice little uh, link up with uh, Hamanueli, who's just turning into one of the you know yeah, the breakout players good. of the year again. But yeah, it just um, sharks were okay. Raiders were better. <laughs> Damon, any yeah. thoughts? No, that's basically it. Um, yeah, like without Hodgson as well. Like, they're still doing that well. So, yeah. Like, um, when's he due back, Hodgson? I don't know. The Raiders are one of those teams that every time someone gets injured, like, yeah. they're out for 12 <laughs> weeks, out for half the year, yeah. whatever. And then four weeks later, it's like, miraculous recovery. Josh yeah. Hodgson is back. So, I don't even know. Like, broken thumb, was, it wasn't it. And, like, they said six to eight weeks, I believe. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's back after the rep round. Like, Yeah. But, yeah, they're doing well to win games without him. And without Leilua, and they're just, you know, I was a big knocker of Jack White and back to six, and I'm a big knocker of Jack White in general because he's one of the stupidest men on the rugby league field. But <laughs> it's, you know, on the whole, it's been a pretty good move for them. Mm. He still makes a few mistakes, but he, the upside is way, far outweighed the negative playing it uh, in the sixth round now. Josh Papali, great again. Yeah, he's the man. He is. Gold Coast 20, Warriors 24, Carl Lawton revenge game. <laughs> is there anything better than like a, like a, Random squad player revenge game. He yeah, got the opening good. try as well. Good on him. Um, yeah, it was one of those games where even though the Titans pulled it back in the middle of the second half, it just kind of felt like the Warriors were going to win. I don't know why. But uh, Tyron Roberts was pretty good again. And he continues to look quite good, but I don't know. Um, yeah, good, good win for the Warriors, but 
I don't really know what else to say. They've um, got a great record at Gold Coast. Yeah. It's like a New Zealand like a West. New Zealand West, yeah. It is. And yeah, <laughs> like Isaac yeah. Luke, I don't know what's going on there, hey? Like in and out of the team every week and in and out of the hooker. And, and, but yeah, you think this might... He's got his one-year deal in the off-season. I think it's probably it for him at the uh, at the Warriors this year. Don't know where he'll end up next year. But Huddersfield. Huddersfield? Yeah. Sure, why not? I yeah. picked one of them at random. <laughs> or Hull KR. Hull KR. Why not? I like Who it. gives a shit? I like it. But yeah, just... um. Classic Titans, though, isn't it? Yeah. At this point, like the Warriors, again, classic Warriors starting the first 20 minutes hot and then blowing that lead and that performance in the rest of the first half. They fought back well. I thought Tuvasa Shek had one of his better games of the year. I know he's been probably the Warriors' best all season, but he just looked likely every time he touched the ball. And he had 22 runs for 222 metres and was, um, you know, supporting through the middle well, I thought, pushing through the middle well. And he looked likely every time he got the ball. But yeah, over on, um, on the Titans side, once they lost Tyrone Peachy early, who already I don't rate that much. No. It was just like, again, they're shuffling. And Jai Arrow was off after 28 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, to me, they're lucky to have only lost by four at that point. Like, once you lose Arrow, and they've already you know lost Ryan James, and their edges are weak, like, they did well enough to hang in the game for long enough that they just haven't got enough depth or, or you know edge players at all to, to, to keep up with other sides once those injuries happen. It looks like they won't get the spoon probably, but yeah, season's, season's over. They'll get close. You reckon? Which is... Well, it's, it's two-horse race, really, at this point. There's only two teams that can win it. Yeah, it's so. kind of... It's weird. Um, I think... What, was it, what do you guys call it? The Peloton, Peloton of mediocrity. mediocrity. It's, yeah. it's up, it's up to about, I, like, nine teams. Yeah, I swear it's kind of, like, splitting off. It's literally everyone from 5th to 14th now. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> Um, the NRL thing, um, the Facebook page posted today, they're like, oh, Panthers are only two points out of the eight. And I was like, <laughs> are they like 14th or something? Yeah, but it's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like, the Peloton mediocrity is in full effect at the moment. Like, this whole yeah. round was was it. You it's know? like factions. Just There's like six to seven teams. You're like, yeah, these teams are going to make the finals. And the rest of them is yeah. like, eighth place is someone's going to like just limp in. Yeah. Like, it might be one of those years that someone with negative wins yeah. makes it. It's weird. Makes, I think yeah. Newcastle, Manly, and Cronulla will all make it, but I wouldn't be, like, shocked if they didn't. Exactly. I actually might be a yeah. little bit shocked if Cronulla didn't, actually. But, mm. yeah. Um, I think they will. But then, yeah, I don't know. You've got so many teams out there that could just string it, get it together for three or four weeks and go on a little run and sort of fall backwards into the finals. Yeah. I think you're right. There will be a, I reckon there'll be a negative points differential team in there this year for sure. Do you know I mean, eight teams have negative points differential and Parramatta are f- plus five. Yep, <laughs> it seems pretty light, and they love losing by forty points in random games, don't they? They do. So, yeah, I don't know. This game was twenty-six. Was all right. was all right. I don't care. Let's, let's move on. Uh, so, yep, uh, North Queensland twenty-six, West Tigers. Oh wait, no, before we move oh. on, forgot to mention Adam yep. Blair ending time Roberts <laughs> oh. for no reason. I know most people hate Adam Blair, but I thought it was amazing. It was the best. Like, you know, it's like. It's like when it's your birthday. There's no better way to celebrate your birthday than treating yourself to something. Adam Blair's 300th game is like, Tom Roberts isn't coming to my house with this shit, coming to the line with the ball. Game's already over. I'm going to end his fucking life. I deserve <laughs> it. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And then when he gets Simbin, he's like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah. I'll just go over here. All right, fair, fair call. <laughs> that was great. All right. His dedication to just ending halves' lives for no reason. It's like, you know, if, when you hear retired players are all sitting around when they're like, you know, t- 10 years, 20 years down the track, they're on Matty John's show or whatever, and they're talking about their best games or the premierships they won or how drunk they got or whatever. And they'll yeah. be like, hey, guys, you remember that time I just murdered Ty Roberts for no reason? That was a good, yeah. eh? Game 300 yeah, as well. everyone else is like... Yeah. Okay, okay, Adam. <laughs> good, good on him. Uh, North Queensland, 26. West Tigers, 27. 
the pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. It's your boy, Mitch Doyle. It is my boy. Jordan Carr. He's been alright for them this year. Yeah, he has. But a couple of boneheaded mistakes in the last few minutes of this game. The penalty try yep. conceded. And letting he, a bomb bounce. Yeah, took Cheeky Cam's head off. Bold. And mm. then, if you've missed it, obviously Benji kicked the field goal to win it. But there was a bomb he let bounce and then watched bounce around that Ryan Madison then kicked through that forced a drop out. And from that period onwards, the Cowboys can go to their end until... Yeah, uh, they obviously the Tigers won the game with a with a field goal. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean the penalty try is a bit unlucky, but the letting the bomb bounce is just silly. terrible. So you silly. cannot do that. <laughs> like you just can't in that situation. The game attack that ball. If you drop it, so be it. But you let it bounce. Not you know. What do you expect? And then you also like I thought Jarvis Bowen was disgusting in this game. You made five. How did mistakes. he not finish that try in the corner when Corey Thompson tackled him? But yeah, every winger in the NRL now has learnt like jump, get your feet in the air, athletic put downs or whatever. Jarvis Bowen just trundles over, legs both feet on the ground, <laughs> gets hit in the legs, and like, oops, I got dragged into touch, like being over the try line. Terrible. But yeah, yeah somehow they ended up back in this game. Like, oh, my mistake. I thought they nearly got twenty nil dickheaded. It was only eighteen nil. Eighteen nil. But yeah, they were down eighteen nil. And you just thought, what kind of score the Tigers going to put on in this game? And somehow the Tigers capitulated on more than one they occasion. They love blowing leads, don't they, the old Tigers? They let them back in the game so many times. It's bizarre. Um, they got behind, the Tigers. Yeah, they, they were <laughs> down with 10 minutes to go, which is crazy to think. That was a lovely pass for that felt try, by the way. Um, From Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, surprisingly enjoyable game given, I guess, the teams involved and I guess... A lot of people last week were kind of riding this Friday double off as being a bit naff, but mm. it was pretty fun in the it end. It was. Well, I mean, it's and this is one of those games again. Like Tamalo in the first half only had like fifty odd meters and a few runs, but it was classic Tamalo in the second half. Finished with eighteen meters and two hundred eighteen. Uh, sorry, eighteen <laughs> runs, two hundred eighteen meters, and was just all over them in the second half. And he kind of won that penalty that got them level at the end of the game. Yeah, when uh, Corey yeah. Thompson flopped stupidly. <laughs> I mean, I love Corey Thompson too, and he had a pretty, yeah. a pretty good first laugh, but he was bad for the Tigers in the second half of this game, dropping that bomb to let, to let the um, Cowboys score that penalty as well. They just did their best to fall over. But it is bizarre, though. This is like the first golden point game the Cow- Tigers have won since, what was it, 2011 or um, earlier? Yeah, it's, um, they've lost a lot of golden point games. Like, yeah, they are the worst in the league, aren't they? Golden they, point they have, their fans were beside themselves with happiness when they... Is it that um, they haven't been in that many, or is it just? No, I've got it here. They just, they are they have the word, they've lost fourteen of nineteen golden points. <laughs> oh no! So no, that um, answers that. Yeah, never mind. The Knights have won the fewest, but they've only been in fourteen. So the Knights have won. The Knights win twenty eight point six percent of their golden point games. West Tigers win twenty six point three. Would you like to guess who's first, Mitch Doyle? Uh, Bulldogs. I know this one. Well done. Like, oh. Comfortably as well. They win yeah. three really? quarters of their golden point games. They've been in thirteen. Wow. They I that, guess like, they had that spell with Hawkinson just winning them games every fucking. Yeah. Week. They had that couple of years, but they just, I don't know, they, their golden point game is just, just their go, probably the Hawkinson jam. But the same thing, like, when, when it's like raining, the Bulldogs It's crazy to me that the Raiders game. are sixth in this. It feels weird. It, that does no. feel weird. Is that the, Ra- the Raiders are above Manly, Seats, and the Cowboys, which had DCE, Reynolds, and Thurston, respectively. That, to mm. me, is bizarre. But anyway, back yeah. to this game. When was yeah. their last golden point win? Who? West? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, poor Zan, um, <laughs> You, yeah, well done. Proud 20, of you. 2011? I'm scrolling back. There's just there's so many losses. That's four losses, <laughs> five losses. This is great radio. Um, six losses. Um, 
Oh, there we go. They beat the Titans in 2012, 15-14. Good on Robert Farrar kicked a field goal. Good yeah, on him. There you go. And it's funny because Ben's actually quite good at snapping field goals. And well, I guess Luke it's like not pretty much not at the club for most of that. Fun period. fact: they won two Golden Point games in the space of a month, that, uh, two months that year. Yeah, they, they beat the Sharks yeah. in March. Sorry, they had three Golden Point games in three months and lost two of them. And the one two of them, and the one in between was that game that Greg Inglis kicked that ugly field goal that barely yeah. wobbled over the bar. But yeah, it's bizarre. Like obviously, they Nathan Merritt beat them once. Let's talk about that for twenty minutes. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. I'm sad. It's yeah. not. So yeah, it's bizarre that they had Ben. Obviously, Benji wasn't there for the whole time, but he's known as a great field goal kicker. And at one point in this game, he did take a snap from like fifty meters. <laughs> it wasn't that far <laughs> off. It wasn't that far off. But, but I was then, begging for him to snap a fourth drop out back. Hey, just I I wanted to. And if there's any player in the league that I think would attempt to just snap a drop goal attempt off a dropout, it's him. He didn't do it. I'd argue. I'm not going to say he let the boys down, but he might have. He might have. He was going for the hero play. Yeah. Over and over again. Benji. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Even like old Benji's learnt to like you know steer a team around and play tactical or whatever. But when the yeah. moment comes, there's still that moment of yeah. Like, I'm it's like it is 2005, and I'm here right now. <laughs> how, how many shots were taken at goal in that game? Which one? Sorry, in this in the, game. In the the one. Yeah, this one. Yeah. The, um, three. So I, Benji had one. It got charged down. Oh no. Like, yeah. They cleared. They just got out of the in goal. Brooks missed one. And then one. Brooks had the one charged down by Asiata, which. They got six again, and then he kicked it on the third. Benji kicked the third one. And, uh, I'm not counting the one from Michael, earlier in the game. Michael Morgan also... Oh, yeah, that was well short. Yeah, yeah one of those 10-meter attempts. Yeah, I love that. 40 meters That's out. like a Brett Finch 2006-era <laughs> field goal where he just snaps one from halfway and it falls 35 meters short. Good yeah, on him. Why not? <laughs> yeah, entertaining though, and you know, good on the Tigers. They you know, had a rough couple of games before this, getting shut out by the Raiders and getting smoked by South the week before that. So good to see them back in the winner's circle. Cowboys still somehow like hanging around. Are they ninth, the Tigers? They're... Like, do you think they are ninth right now? Of course, of they, course are. they are. But <laughs> will they end up the season in ninth? Maybe. Natural habitat. Probably. Again, they're, they're only out of the eight and four and against. So. God, how are the Warriors 10th? Stupid I... buys. Stop. Points for buys are the worst thing. They ever. are. Let's get rid of those. That's that's the next thing we need to get rid of. Um, anyway, Melbourne 34, Newcastle 4. I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, they, so, were get, yeah. they were getting too cocky. Who? The Knights, Knights fans. They were. They yeah. Back in your box. <clears throat> so being a manly fan from Newcastle, are you like outcast from the community? Are you excommunicated? I don't know. No, it looks like pretty much all of my best friends from Newcastle are like Newcastle Knights fans. So As you would expect. Yeah. And like, you know, we get along and all that you, stuff. You like, I'm not like ostracized. They tolerate or, his existence. Exa- like prob- yeah, exactly. He's like a problematic uncle at Christmas. Yeah. They haven't stopped like, He's sitting there saying how great Alex Jones is while everyone's like, yeah, just <laughs> shut up and eat, just eat your turkey quietly. Let him talk about it. It's fine. Oh, it's like, because they, you know, it's been a bad few years. So it's like, you know, when it's like, what was it like? Was it six in a row to... This Six run wins just in a row until this game. Yeah, and like, you know, it's like a bit of a vibe in Newcastle. The sun's a little brighter. Everything's a little warmer oh. and all that stuff. And Was your Facebook full of terrible posts? Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> Everyone was just like, oh, man, I'm oh. getting my mem- like membership right now. I do enjoy that, that there, for, for whatever reason, I don't know where it comes from or why it exists, but there is like a large section of the media, not the section I work for, that just champion Mitchell Pierce for Origin Selection. Oh, yeah. Every year. And I have no idea why it happens. Like, I have no idea what the vested interest in it is. But I did get a laugh out of this game seeing several of those people blaming the rest of the team. Yeah, I was. Oh, the boys didn't turn I really up wanted Mitchell. to ask you guys and talk to you about that because yeah, um, one of the points that um, Mark Geyer made was that he played brilliantly, but he was let down by his team. They, 
Which I, I don't think can be like a take that anyone can I take on anyone. I don't hate Mitchell Pearce, like, right? Like, yeah. I think he's a thoroughly good club halfback who's failed at origin and should never be picked again. I won't deny I hate him. <laughs> I, I, you won't. <laughs> but it is true. But the cheerleading that goes on towards him from certain people in powerful positions is just bizarre. And it's happened yeah. for like the entire time I've watched rugby league pretty much. Like, it's just so weird. I don't know why it exists, but it does. And comically, him getting defended by people in a 30-point loss saying his teammates didn't work hard enough for him. It's just fucking ridiculous. And then when they yeah. win, though, he gets all the plaudits. Yeah, exactly. And, and no, he yeah. played exceptionally well in that six-game winning streak. Yeah. It wasn't probably, that great the last two Probably games. has on form been arguably the best halfback in the league this year. No one would mm-hmm. argue either of those points, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But fuck, when they get smashed, you can't... It's just so comical. You cannot sit there and be like, oh, you know, if his forwards tried harder. Wait, when my team gets smashed, people are pointing the finger at Milford, like, instantly. Doesn't matter what. It's like, yeah, but uh, Mitch Pierce has been like the excuse king his whole career. Just made for him. Not his, his own not excuses. His fault. No. Yeah. Uh, I just, but no athlete's ever had an easier ride than him in terms of scrutiny, ever. Agreed. In any sport. Like, on, honestly. He's the Blues most played halfback. Yeah. We know this. It's like, crazy. Jeez, oh, that's a bad stat. Uh, <laughs> back to this game, though. Um, this is, I mean, you get these, what, eight times a year now? These rampant Melbourne games where they just steamroll teams? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, there's like kind of like going up a hill and it's like, what was it, like 12 nil at half time? Yeah. And then, you know, once it's just like the outside back start firing, it's just like, oh, just go for it. Just keep scoring until you get tired. Yeah, once they're it. confident, the, the, the tries this Storm team can put on are something else, say. Eh? Once yeah. they're going. Yeah, because there's just too many people that can score. And the, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm aware that we just talked at length about how it was comical that people were blaming the forwards for Mitchell Pierce, but fuck, their forwards got beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Maybe they were right. That <laughs> might be right. <laughs> Scratch that last five minutes. Yep, take it all out. No, but legit, their forwards got fucking belted in this game. They did. I, I mean, don't understand I how you we... can, like, yeah. you go toted, like, you basically manhandle a Souths pack with Sam Burgess in it, mm. yep. and then you go to this game and you just get owned. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but whatever. I assume we're going to talk about Daniel Saifidi at some point. Oh, oh yeah. We'll so, we're, we're holding back on all our origin yeah. takes. I never, yeah. I never bring notes to the podcast. Holy that shit. That is a page of Saifidi notes. <laughs> That whole page. I look forward to that list of like 25 names being read out 27. It's getting read. (laughs) Props you would have picked ahead of him, I assume. No, no, no. Okay, we'll 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 get 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 there later. But anyway, Melbourne, I mean, there's a reason they're on top of the ladder. And that reason is because State of Origins ruined South season. (laughs) 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 Cam Smith retired from Origin as well, which obviously helps them. But yeah, in this game, I thought um, Felice Cafusi, he did it in Origin last week and he brought in this game. Brought a lot more of like defensive impact than I've been used to from him in his career. And I think, you know, when you mentioned them trampling the, the, the Storm Pack, I thought he was a huge part of that when he kept shooting out on the line and putting shots on. And then you had guys like Jesse Bromwich. Like, he never really carts the ball in big numbers anymore, but he, he had tw- you know, 21 carries in this game. Nas had 15. And, uh, you know, Welch came off the bench with 13. But the Storm feel like, to be that, feel like they're that team that anytime there's a small hype train going, it's like they get together at, you know, pre-game, like, boys... Can we just end this shit? Yeah. <laughs> the team's on a run. The storm was slapping back in their, sp- in, their, in, their, in their spot. It might be what gives them extra motivation sometimes at the storm, but they did it to the Knights in this game. And, like, you know, as you said, the backs played really well. I mean, when Will Chambers scores with a grubber, you know the storm are on. Like, when he yeah. sets a try with yeah. a grubber, he loves giving those a shot. You know, a Munster had another good game. Brody Croft was anonymous still somehow. Good at yeah. that. <laughs> Very good at that. And I, we will get to Safidi being selected chat later, but just for this game, eight runs for 61 metres and seven missed tackles. Yep. Good. Enforcer. 
I've got a I've got a bit of Saifidi fuel to pull out as well. Oh, good, shit, you two have come. Okay, let's there. do that. For, let's, okay, that's one. Once we get section. to Origin, we'll get there. <laughs> no, worries. I'm all in favour of skipping this next game to get to Origin. But, but, and then, and then, <laughs> he's talking about them getting ramped, or rolled over though. Again, you had four runs from Gavitt, five runs from Fitzgibbon, eight runs from uh, Barnett, and nine runs from Glasby. All your starting forwards, and all of them made about eight metres a run, if not worse. Piercy though, twenty <sighs> runs. Yeah, they did let him down. Heart of a lion. <laughs> they did let him down. A crisp the, four metres per run. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> what an animal. But yeah, it's um, and you mentioned this game. Hummel, Hummel would have been God. a, like a tongue contender. If, if that game had been in any way close, that would be a slam dunk drop below time. But they were losing by thirty points, so who cares? But if you didn't see it, it was probably the worst bomb try ever. Probably because he's he, yeah. he caught the ball uh, yeah because he didn't like it wasn't like he dropped an easy pass over line. He caught the ball and had walked over the try line with no pressure on it and then dropped it. Yeah, the Aquilio Arte one's still oh, really hard to yeah. beat. But it I guess Yohate has the excuse, like, I ran 100 metres before I bombed yeah, it. Yeah, and then the guy, sometimes guys dive and they drop it while they're diving. You can yeah. kind of get that. But this was, yeah. He's just carrying the ball in his hand and just drops it for no reason. <laughs> it's up there with the Nathan Merritt one. Poor old Nathan Merritt. That's a good one, though. Two Nathan Merritt mentions. Good good stats from me this week. <laughs> South Sydney 18, Penrith 19. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Dan Gago. Now, it's terrible that Origin oh. ruined your season, it eliminating like George gave, Burgess. Breaking Tom Adam Burgess. Reynolds' back, putting all the Burgess on the shelf. First game without a Burgess in seven years. Yeah, since... Uh, wow. was it? 2012, round 20, 10, 2012 round or something. Against the Cowboys. They won that game. Didn't win this one. Can I interest you in a Luke Burgess? No, thank you. Yeah, no. he, he actually well, he counts for those, some of those games. But, yeah. Um, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm just angry. We should have won this game. Like, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a ref's fault guy, but we got fucking just... Really, a lot of bad calls against South in this game. I'm just really angry. Go through them. I don't want to. Just like Cody Walker. Cody Walker gets gets the ball stripped. They call a knock on. Two minutes later, someone on the Panthers drops the ball. They call it a strip. They get a penalty. Hmm. Um, that Penrith play the ball on our goal line. No one's at dummy half. Camry jumps over the ball from the goal line, dives on the ball. Penalty for what? I don't know. Who gives a shit? South score a perfectly legal try where the defender is drawn into the um, decoy runner, like to the point where. Fan of the pod, known Roosters hater and Bungard troll, Ando, <laughs> said, yeah, that should be a try to Souths. Um, yeah. Well, Fando says it. Well, no, but legit, <laughs> when there's people who just like hate Souths and loving, love winding me up, yeah. it's so blatant to them that it's a try. That, to me, says a lot. Um, and yet, somehow, they were leading this game with 10 minutes to go and blew it. Um, James Roberts with a beautiful run. James Roberts is so good, he can make Dangago look good he for can. South. He can. <laughs> Dangago made so, so many mistakes in this game. He did. There's a couple of There's, times... I've got three off the top of my head. There was the missing the penalty goal, which ended up mm-hmm. being the difference in the game. There was spilling a grubber under no pressure near his own goal line. And then there was the... Penrith dropped the ball in their own half. And Dangago towed it ahead. And then he had no one in front of him. He's, he's on the right sideline. And he had no one in front of him. And he just if he kicks it ahead again and chases, he'll score. But he somehow conspires to kick it the wrong way and out on the full. So not only yeah. do we not score, we don't get the ball because there was an advantage. And so Penrith get another set instead of South scoring a try. He, I, just, I don't get it. Why? If he'd been, I think Campo tweeted, uh, Origin Gay Guy would have backheeled a penalty goal over blindfolded from the sideline. South Gay Guy misses from right in front. It's like, and it's true. I, it's so frustrating. I like I love the first kick because it was like like it was soft it was beautiful it was like yeah, just and going in. somehow stayed and then, inside the yeah, sideline all he's got to do is not kick it to the right <laughs> he decided to put like all of his life's energy into this one <laughs> kick and send it like to the right it went and so <laughs> out on the full like so far Adam Dewey is not ready for to play halfback in first grade no well he also just come back from an injury as well which I, is, which yeah is but he, he even when they used him last year it was either off the bench or in the centers I don't think he's ready for that role yet yeah. not helped by the fact that Cody Walker looks like he's completely shot of confidence and had another very poor game. 
Um, uh, weird, weird moment in this game, which I'd never seen. I think it's the right call. I've just never seen it before. Cody was like dropping the ball onto his foot to kick it. And someone went for a charge down and then they touched the ball before it hit Cody Walker's foot. So the mm. ruling was a South knock on, which I think is correct, but it's just weird because I've never seen it before. I don't know. And when you've never seen it before, you're like, this must be South ball. Yes. Correct. <laughs> but then I watched it on the replay and I was like, actually, I think, yeah, I've never seen this, but maybe that's right. It must uh, be but, South and ball. then of course, Cody misses the drop goal from right in front, 10 meters out. I just don't know. He's. It looks like he's gone full merit. There's merit reference number three. Um, it's good. It's coming from you too. I don't have to do anything. That's true though. Like he looked. At, uh, he had one pretty poor origin. He was nowhere near as bad as merit was in his origin game. He wasn't bad. He was. Uh, he was People have twisted this. Yeah, they have. He was like not good, but he also set up a try. Anyway, but he looked completely bereft of confidence. He made a few errors, made a few uncharacteristic decisions, um, and then obviously missed that drop. Potentially, off. if he respected the troops more, I will. Was that happen. the worst take of all time from your man Anthony Griffin? Well, it came more... Like Mark Latham was the only yesterday. Well, but, I mean, but you expect it from Mark Latham. You don't expect Anthony Griffin to be like, yep, the reason the Blues lost was because Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker don't respect the troops. And also the other half of the team didn't do it. <laughs> we yeah. ignore them still. Anyway, Cleary was poor as well. He dropped that ball for... Uh, for Cam Murray's try. Um, yeah, that was... James Maloney was yeah. again really good. Yeah. So... There, there yeah. wasn't any surprise there. It was... I sent a message to my friend, like, just as the game was starting, I said, just watch Cleary just get like Ubered through this by James Maloney. <laughs> and then we're watching it and there's just like, you know, oh, I just got to get out of the goal. Oh, whoopsie. Oh, and then, yeah. you know. Uber oh, premium. I despise this take, by the way. People go, oh, yeah, Cleary's better when, you know, he just sits back and they let Maloney do everything. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm better when he does that yeah, too. Yeah, it's play. like, that's not, a, that's not praise. That's yeah. an indictment. Uh, well, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, oh, yeah, he's better when he doesn't, yeah, they're they're better when the guy that's not him does everything, and he that's his best position. It's like, well, what the, f- what? I don't. I- <laughs> yeah, and this is a take I've heard from several people, and I'm just baffled by it. I don't understand it. He's the next Mitch Pierce in terms of excuses, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he actually is. He's getting there. Like there was a I heard also saw people say, oh, they dropped these guys from Origin One who then went to back to club football and didn't perform on the weekend. Oh, except for that one, that one. Guy. Except for that one guy who. <laughs> Didn't do anything. So you're a Blues fan, right, Damon? Yes. And then we're going to get there anyway. Do you have any hot Cleary takes? Because I'm always here for hot Cleary takes. Please. Oh, God, I don't know. It's just, like, I love how it's, when you're looking for things, it's like, oh, why is he so good, like, Cleary or whatever. It's like, oh, because he's a really great defensive half. (laughs) Like, he makes a lot of tackles or things like that. And it's like, so do, like, second rowers and stuff. Like, that's what we want them to do. Like, Was Ben Hornby better than Jonathan Thurston? Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, people used to rag on, like, Thurston's defense. Yeah, but who like, gives a shit? Yeah, it's like, who, yeah, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, no one said, oh, Jonathan Thurston was the best defensive half of the game that just happened to be, like, a offensive genius or whatever. Yeah. It's just kind of clear he just kind of seems to be, like... I, I think it was you guys that said last night, like, he tries... Like, he tries a lot, but it just doesn't seem to, like... That's it. But they're all out there trying. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you don't kind of... I th- that doesn't get you more points, my, necessarily. My honest to God, my least favorite, my most hated sports cliche is put in a shift. Yeah. They're all putting in a shift. It's their job. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's like, like three guys yeah. don't put in a shift, man. It's Bryce Cartwright's one of them. The rest of them do it. But yeah, um... You touch on that with Thurston too, and that's, it's something that happens to a lot of the, the great players of the game, for example, and it happened to Lockyer as well, and it's like, Thurston's defense wasn't bad, 
It wasn't yeah. just he was a great attacking player. He was a he was well, it was obviously great all round, but it, people called it bad because it was only like, his only weak area. Exactly. But yeah. it's like he's obviously he's like the reverse Cleary is that Thurston's effort plays were with the ball in hand. Mm. Yeah. Like to win his team games, whereas Cleary's effort plays are like well, it's a meaningless set in the middle of the game and I'll try three tackles in this set. Yeah. They, like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, you don't pay halfbacks for that. No. I yeah. thought, thought Liam Martin was pretty good for Penrith um, in He's the middle great. there. And Bill Kickow, obviously. Yeah, Bill Kickow, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And, and James Roberts is one of those guys too, by the way. His defence was... He made a mistake in the def- in this game, but again, because when, when he wants to be knocked, people are always defence his shithouse. So, well, no, it's pretty much just as bad as most centres is. Yeah. They make bad reads all the time. But yeah, you've got obviously it's what two games for South, and you've looks like you've got a motivated Jimmy the Jet. It does, doesn't it? But Which, we've also lost both of those games. Well, I'm about to say, but it's you know at this point of the season you're missing a few cattle or whatever. But come end of the year, if he's still playing like he is now in yeah. terms of motivation, it's going to be you know has money Dylan, for gravy. Has for Dylan you guys. Edwards turned it around a little bit? No, no, still shit. <laughs> he threw a nice pass in one yeah. of those tries. I don't think he's that bad. At the, in the last few weeks. I think he's been okay. Yeah, but again, when they're, they're, looks okay when they're winning is... I guess. Well, I mean, but this was a close <laughs> game, though. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Parramatta... Oh, Brian Tuo looks good, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's not bad. Played yeah. through a stinger Tuo, as well. Tough. Um, Parramatta 38, Brisbane 10. Hello, darkness, my <laughs> Oh, man. So, firstly, I'll start with saying I finally got to You haven't got first. Sound of Silence in like a few weeks, though. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize you were doing it to yeah. me. Yeah. Is, is it on now? Oh, it is. Okay, good. Uh, so, uh, Bank West, firstly, is, is superb. I finally got to go there. Oh, there you go. But as, as you'd know, fantastic stadium. You've been there before. They do really cool stuff pre-match. Did you go to a para game when you went there? Yes. Were they doing the thing where everyone, like fans in the crowd had, had an app on their phone? They sure did. Those and the, the lights? And the lights are yeah, flashing. Yeah, yeah, They did that. That's awesome. So, if people don't know, so before the game, para played like a, whatever, two-minute pump-up video with para chance all that kind of stuff but the fans all log into a, a, one of the stadium apps so on top of the stadium lighting everyone's f- uh, light flashlight or sorry phone flashlight also flashes and it's just cool it's just okay. like when you're at a concert you know people yeah. pull up phone, but it looks awesome uh, but great stadium the acoustics are sensational like, I was surprised by how loud it sounded many times and people roared but I enjoyed the experience until about 7 minutes into the game <laughs> and I wanted to get the fuck out of there my old man tried to make me leave early twice. We didn't do it, but he tried. But yeah, I just don't know where to start with this team at the moment. Like they're away from home now. They've played three games in Sydney. The first game they were down twenty-two nil at halftime to the Roosters. This ga- the last game they were down twenty-four nil at halftime against the Rabbitohs, and this game they're twenty-six nil down at halftime. It's not good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then away from they're four and three at SunCorp. They're one and five away from SunCorp, and they have a twenty-three point differential swing. Between the games, so they average winning games by six points in Queensland, average losing them by sixteen points in, outside of Suncorp. So, one win away from Suncorp is that Warriors win. It's a uh, it's a fantastic side, mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I like oh, I'm going to sit here ranting as I do. I don't know how anybody at that club, coach, captain, CEO, chairman, anyone. Well, I shouldn't say captain. I don't know any of them can want to see Darius Boyd in a Broncos jersey ever again. He is absolutely that is, taking the piss. That is like the, I guess, elephant in the room. Because like, I know you, you said before how it's, um, like you feel like a lot of the blame goes to Anthony Milford yeah. when you lose. Like, do you think that should be shared a bit more along to old mate Darius? Well, I mean, I, th- I think our team's going so bad, there is blame that should be going a lot of places. <laughs> like, yeah. I know he won. I had a little uh, streak of wins there. But, I mean, Seabold first came into the club and said he wanted to close the gap between our best and our worst. And he just widened it <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Way. 
a lot of those, like a lot of the guys out there, when I watch the game, they're not. It's the intangibles just aren't there. There's there's no off ball talk at all. There's no you know putting in for your mate. There's no effort plays, all that kind of stuff. And when you go watch them live, you see it even more. So like. You know, when I used to go watch the Broncos live, or even Darius live, he'd be at fullback and he'd be yelling at the team the whole all sets. Yeah. Now he, like, for some reason, really wants to make the first tackle of the set. Then he just walks back to fullback and just watches the game, just stands there and watches it. It's like, okay. It's sad. He it's, was a great player. He was, yeah. Time. But he, he does that, and then, you know, we can see a force dropout, for example. There's one he batted dead. And then it's one of those things that... I know it's just a rugby league cliche, but, you know... Generally, your leaders will be under the post just yelling defense one set, everyone else. Yeah. You, and you watch the Broncos, they all just stand there and look at each other. Yeah. And, and he like he likes to defend like in the line a bit. It kills it? us. It's, yeah. It's like he's avoiding the ball with that, though, at this point. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't... Because uh, I remember someone saying that like, oh, but now I'm trying to defend his like defense. They were like, oh, but look how many tackles he's made. And it's like, because that's because he's always like right there. Yeah. Instead of like, you know waiting for someone to make a break or or something like that or kind yeah. of like running after the ball like along the in goal or something like that. He makes a lot of tackles on like the kickoff and the and then and then chasing after a kick will make the first tackle there but they don't mean anything as a fullback as you yeah. said. They don't mean shit like it, on on the flip side though there'll be other times like it doesn't again they don't always get there but there was a there was one big sweep in this game the Parramatta made a break down the right-hand side they got tackled on the right-hand corner. Boy was it marker and then they immediately spread it left. And any other fullback in the competition with any respect for the for themselves, it seems, just gets on their bike and just sprints as hard as they can across field. Yeah. Boy just got up and walked. And then by the time it got to the parasite, they bombed the try. By the time it got to the other side on the field, Boyd wasn't even past the post yet. So yeah. Those are just efforts that anyone's going to put in. And it's like the whole team lacks effort and there's a, and there's a lot of uh, inability to handle adversity. I don't think Parramatta were, were particularly impressive in this game whilst they scored a lot of points because the first three tries came off penalties that were given that were stupid. Oates kicked the ball for them, they scored a try. Turpin handed the ball another one. Like They didn't have to do anything to score points. They were just given points. Yeah. And it keeps happening to, with this Broncos side is that like when they're away from home, they, they're just real easy to score points against. Even the first try, Junior Paulo was a hit up. Four players on him, and he just fell over the try line and scored. <laughs> and that's akin to Angus Crichton's try to open the scoring when we played the Roosters, where again he was he Milford tackled him down low, and then over the top boy just watched him score. It's like, what are we doing? It's like yeah. you play under tens, and it's like you learn, you know, the whole game's about this ball, this thing there, that big yeah. round thing. Hold the bloody ball. <laughs> like, I mean, like, because I mean, obviously someone's had to have had a talk to Boyd or something. I don't have know. they or like surely. Because, I mean, that, I know it was last week, but the one with Tyrone Roberts, how he just mate got down and was like, no. That one was amazing. Yeah, it's like, I'm not doing this. I was like, that's worse than anything Bryce, Bryce Cartwright's ever done. Yes. On the field. Yes, it is. Cartwright copped it for that that one miss he had last year that was, you know, got plastered all over the internet. Yeah. And he got hammered. Whereas Boyd's doing this almost weekly and media-wise, he's getting little no punishment for it. Yeah. And there was another moment too. When he scored our first try in this game. Like, Boyd generally doesn't like getting involved in the attack unless it's a sweet play. But we scored our first try in the start of the second half. And we, he finally he went in the sweet play, created numbers, and we scored. And this pissed me off more than almost anything else in the game. Is that we scored, and he celebrated like we won the damn World Cup. <laughs> and no one else in our team did. 
Uh, and it's like, you're it's... just having fun, aren't you, Darius? Yeah. You don't care that we're losing. You don't care we're getting hammered. Just you, loves the game. You had a, you had put a nice yeah. pass on and we scored it. Yeah, I'm so good. And then no one else on the team celebrating because you're down in. You're down by 30 points, mate. Yeah. There's nothing to be happy about in this. But... I'm, players always have that like forlorn look when they score and they're 30 points down and they just kind of stop. And yeah. It sounds like... Uh... But no, he was stoked, was he? Yeah, I, I, oh. I don't remember what he. Well, well he was like he that. was on like halfway, so it's, I didn't yeah. get to any of the camera angles. But he fist pumped and screamed. Uh. And I, I, oh, I <laughs> went off. <laughs> <laughs> I was yelling Joyce words. But yeah, it's just um, it's, yeah, the, the effort's embarrassing away from home. And yeah, we got rolled over by like David Gower. Yeah, in this game we got killed by David Gower, and it's like you kind of forget he's there, and then he's just yeah. yeah he's, and then toward, even at, as this game finished, like Shibasaki kind of bombed a try, and God, he's terrible. But you hate him, <laughs> yeah. I have to always have to hate. Well, there's two few Broncos I don't like now. I always have to find someone I don't like, but he, it's been easy with him. He's your new Dale Copley. Yeah, I like Dale Copley at the Broncos. He's your new Steve Michaels. Yeah, or or Lachlan. No, no, Marantz is too fast. Still, it's, that's and that's levels to this shit. But uh, he um. <laughs> Like for the try, he got tackled in the touch four again. Like the roost, the eels to the last minute were playing for each other and defending hard and not on, on our side of the ball. Mm. Yeah, Manly thirty four, St George fourteen. Speaking of Maranta, <laughs> my lord, just why? What, why a, re- do that what to a redemption I, story! You got to be happy for him, Mitchell. Oh yeah, stoked. <laughs> I was happy to see him there. I mean, oh, I'm sure you were. Uh, the Dragons bolted out of the gates before a thirty four <clears> point unanswered run. For Manly, gave them yep. a very comfortable victory in the end. Yep. Um, just Tom Trebojevic's stats are just stupid. Like, right. did you see how, did you see his stats? There are a lot yes. of stats. 300 stats. And 340 meters from 28 <laughs> runs. Yep. Nine tackle breaks. That's a lot. Just a try, a try assist, two line breaks, a line break assist. Four offloads. Yeah. <laughs> And and he could have had a couple more try assists as well in this game. He was everywhere, but yeah. Oh yeah, he was just and one greedy. kick for zero meters. Don't forget yeah. that. So the <laughs> NRL record for running meters in the game is three hundred and forty-six by Justin Hodges in two thousand and six against the Storm. Wow. Okay. Uh, so not not, not far, far off. off. Second place. Told him. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Wade McKinnon second place three hundred and forty. I still remember meters. that Wade McKinnon game. That was ludicrous. Yep. And now third place, Tom Devoyevich three forty-one. Someone should have given him a tap on the shoulder, mate. You're five meters short of the record. Well, just have, yeah. just have some well, hit ups. The thing is, he, he made the last thirty meters of it on like a kick return with like a minute to go. Yeah, so just, just have known. a hit up. Have a hit up. It. Just back <laughs> up and get the word out. Ca- have a carry on tackle too. Six so, meters, fall down, job done. Do meters work like as like a net amount, like from where you catch it to how far? Like, yes, you can't just do like you know the first rugby league game where you'd like no, do it no, on no. easy. You run can't. Back it's it's from where you get the ball to where you end up. So if you run sideways, oh, yeah. you don't get forty meters. If you, yeah. if you, if you run backwards, you don't get new meters when you go no. past it. Zero. Okay, <clears throat> I just want to see if there was like we could just see that for just <laughs> ruin a get just to be like completely rude to everyone involved and just uh. After Boyovic run back to his own end goal and <laughs> run straight back. So it is interesting that you're a Manly fan who listens to this podcast because often we have fired off at them. <laughs> no, we're on board this year. Manly are the team of the pod. No, this in the past we fired off at them, but this year we were like the two of the three people who probably spoke publicly that were in support of Des Hasler coming back. <laughs> like oh, <they> <laughs> we were all in. We were Manly fans, but. You know, if there's a coach of the year in the NRL, which there is, <laughs> he should be in at this point. You'd think the the pe- the there was like. No one who thought the coach slot was good for Souths and no one who thought Des going back to Manly was good, even though those things in hindsight seem so obviously good. And obvious to help our own horns. I, I, well, <laughs> that's right. I love that we're yeah. doing like Manly could ha- fall out of the eight within three weeks if they have a exactly. bad run, but I don't care. Yeah, no, we're, we're exactly. enjoying this while it lasts. Like, there's no Trent Barrett anymore, so no. 
It's not like as of last week, we've won as many games as we did last year. Jeez, good so, stuff. yeah. Um, Kate Cust, he's not bad. <clears throat> yeah, the custard. Put it out there. The, that's the custard. I, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been trying to come up with something. It's the custard's pretty it. good. Yeah. I do I like know. custard a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> custard is a very underrated dessert. My preferred, um, you know, accompaniment to say you have like a have like a brownie or a hot something hot. Yeah, good dessert. take. Good I take. Prefer yeah. Apple pie yeah. custard is yeah, a, is custard. a yeah. combination. <laughs> That's yeah. rugby league. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think he holds his spot over over Kane LG? Maybe LG yeah. set the world on fire. Before he, he just got he uh, just looks relaxed, which is good. I don't know. It's just I feel like that whoever like whether it's like LG or Lachlan Croker or those people kind of seem to just feel like Jerry's like oh god, it's like DC and I need to be like best friends with him and like you know <laughs> to be like a really good player and stuff but i don't know he just kind of seems to just float around and just be like hey guys i'm just gonna do this and, and he put in a, a really sharp kick for one of the tries in this yeah game, mate. absolutely you know going to the yeah. line getting hit and still putting in a grubber that you know holds up in the in goal is one of the talents yeah. of, good, of a, you know a special half generally has like it's a lot of guys panic in that situation they set a great uh, try also they took dc yeah. off with like 10 minutes left it's yeah. pure arrogance i love it <laughs> um ruben garrick's good putting that out yeah there. I mean, you know, this whole side, as you say, preseason, it looked like it was full of holes. We called it the worst backline in the league in preseason. Well, no, that was when that... Well, it's not the same. Well, no, but that was when it had Garrick and Brad Parker and other guys who played well this year. Adam Elliott. And who, sorry? Brandon Uh, Elliott? Yeah, who also had... Like that game, he played amazingly against Canberra. Yeah. So, yeah. If you look through this team now, you've got guys that, you know... Des was always really good back in his first hit at Manly of getting these random people you've never heard of. You know, it forwards is give him a shift or, you know, yeah. put in a shift at Bung, I'd like to say. But you've got, you know, <laughs> at, at Manly now, you know, I thought, I think even though he's been suspended, Corey Riddell's been really good this year. Jack Koseski, who was useless at, at South, has yeah, been was. pretty handy. Yeah. And he was pretty bad last year. He was, well. he was pretty yeah. bad last year. And of course, like, Manasse Fainu, who's been he's just one been of the finds of the season. Can yeah, you? I mean... I mean, he was there last year, so I don't know if you can call him a find, but... Yeah. I can't Still. see us like keeping him and Coruscant for long. Coruscant, like someone's someone's taking. I think one he's of them. the better he's the better player, and he's like five years younger. I think that's I think that's a no brainer. And also, yeah. Coruscant's a bit like seems to get injured every three weeks. Health he matters. does. He seems to play the week after somehow, but Coruscant goes off early every other yeah. game. Yeah, like. I suppose that was the get the thing with this game as well. It's like both hookers went off in like the first twenty minutes. Yeah, because like Cameron Cam McInnes is like great. Like like I've always rated him because he like I don't know he just tackles and. Doesn't seem to make many mistakes, which I suppose is good. Yeah, and it's and, and weirdly like you know, dragons haven't always carried a hooker, but they were carrying a hooker for once. It yeah, for them in this game didn't change the game, obviously, but <laughs> saved them from moving Ben Hunt, I guess. But yeah, the I really enjoyed in this game. There was a couple of times when uh, you saw the panic in the eyes of young Lachlan Miranda. <laughs> Moses yeah. Sully threw him twenty meters at one point. But yeah. the first two manly tries, if you get to watch them again, the first one he does fast feet and he's like, oh shit, they're coming my way. Yeah. <laughs> then backs away and then you score behind him. How happy but were you to fun. watch Lachlan Maranta for a team that wasn't the Broncos? Well, I was so sour after Saturday night, I didn't really enjoy it at the time. That's fair. So, <laughs> rugby league was kind of dead to me again for a day. So, I did watch it, but I didn't get any joy until I rewatched some of the stuff today. That's fair. Which is fun. But yeah, the Dragons, I mean, they won one game last week. And they beat are, the worst team in the comp. People are going about their back, yeah. Corey Norman, Ben Spammy. Hunt, whatever, whatever. Please, they're not good. There's, yeah, there's something wrong there this year, obviously. Like, they extended Mary last year, right? No, this year. Yeah. Know, was it last year? Oh, I, I can't know. remember. It was either early this year or late last year. Um, Damon, how do you feel about Dylan Walker being in the team and playing pretty well? I like, like per- per- no, 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 no. Per- like personally, I had to deal with this with Arba. Yeah, no. Like, um, I had a conversation with like another manly friend, and like he's like heaps for it, and I'm like heaps against it because I don't know. I can't like 
do that line where it's like, oh yeah, Lodge is playing good, so like we should put him in Origin. Because like I just can't separate like what he's done like outside of the field with like what he does on the field. And it's the same with Walker. Like the whole thing is just like, was he playing like Fortnite or something? His like wife pulled out his PS4 power cord and like he chased her out in the street and she, like started story. wailing on her or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, yeah, with, not guilty that's the story. Now. <laughs> yeah, and, but oh, it's he it just like you know he's I'm. You know, it's just, I guess I'm kind of like, you know, I'll take the points if he's like, you know, scoring tries, but I'd much rather him like not be there. And I don't know what the solution is. It's like move him on or something like that. But what I'm saying is yeah. if Matt Lodge scores a grand final winning try for the Broncos. He will be, my, I'll get a tattoo of his name on my fucking <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm not above anything. No. Last game of the round. That's why I made Principal Bunga. No, we're not going to win Sydney Roosters 38, Canterbury Bulldogs 12. How funny hey, wait, is wait, it? Wait, wait, wait. What about Adam Fedor Blake? He's got a, a rough pass. It's real, it's real manly for no. him. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving, we're well, moving on. Um, yeah. How about the fact that things that other people, such as us, have criticised Latrell Mitchell for for like his whole first grade career are suddenly being scrutinised by people on television because he had one quiet origin game? Yeah, yeah. I, said, I said this after... Also, the f- he should not have been dropped, by the way. No, he shouldn't have. We'll, <laughs> we'll get ridiculous. to that as well. But like, I, I said after that first game, is like nothing shaped opinion like Origin. And yeah. Latrell Mitchell was be- is the same player he's ever been. You know, lazy as shit in his own half. Not a great defensive player. Really low work rate. Only runs six or seven times a game, generally. Was the exact same player in Origin. And then all of a sudden, this game, this game the commentators the whole game were like, jeez, I just need Latrell work harder. Get back to running the ball a lot. Did you ever watch him play? Yeah. <laughs> when he never ran the ball a lot. People always wanted to have the ball more, but yeah. He did score two tries in this game, but they were two classic Latrell tries. First one supporting Tupo. Second one, you know, uh, good ball, beat one man. But, you know, that, that's, that's who he is, though. Yeah. I feel like most of his, like, if you could put him, like, change the sport of NRL to literally just being, like, Stand five meters from the line, and you need to take on one person and score. <laughs> then be like, "That's it," because it's like so many. Like I've heard you guys talking about where it'd be like, "Oh, he made eight runs and scored two tries, or something like that, for yeah. fifty meters, or something like that." Yeah, again, if it was like the NFL so, when he played, we played offensive defense. You bring him on when you, when you're in like the opposition forty, perfect. Yeah, best player in the league then. Yeah, exactly. But that's what is funny about this. So again, like I like, we're never not saying, we're never saying the troll isn't good. He's yeah. one of the best in the game. But we're saying, like, again, five weeks ago, he touched the ball eight times against the Tigers, got called the best player in the game by half of Daily Telegraph journalists and half the media coverage, got called the best performance of all time, <laughs> and then five weeks later, he's not in the best 34 players in the country? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. But anyway, on to the rest of this game. Uh, the Chooks have sneaky depth. Yeah, they're, I was listing, like, the players that they've got out, like, to try and make a side. It's, like, like Warrior Hargraves and, like... Hargraves, Keery, uh, Lachlan uh, Lamb. Uh, who's the other half they played? It's not Lachlan Lamb. Uh, like, Tedesco didn't play. Brock Lamb, Tedesco out. Uh, Brett Morris out. Uh, I don't know. That's really yeah. eight or so players. Yeah. Ridiculous. Are they just really well coached? They that definitely are, part of it. but then like Nat Butcher st- steps in, for example. I've been a fan for some time, and understood why he didn't play first grade. Sixty-eight meter, minutes, sorry, scored a try, forty-eight tackles. 
with zero misses playing in the middle. You know, fair effort from him stepping in. And then you have, like, Ryan Hall had a bit of a dusty first two NRL games, but he really sold his guts out here and carded it 22 times in this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, like... 24, sorry. 230 metres yep. by Ryan Hall. And then, like, guys ridiculous. like Tupanua and, and Farmacilli off the bench are looking really good as well. Like, yeah, they just they have depth that people didn't really know was there in that regard. Like they usually it looks like a thin usually they carry a thin squad because they're top heavy. But yeah, yeah they even threw Joey Manu at fullback who had a great game and two hundred and ninety nine yeah. meters. And I get it's the Bulldogs and they show them the respect the Bulldogs deserve, but you know, it's just still they those guys step up and do a job which is good for them. Oh, they're missing Jake Friend too. We we, yeah. we forgot there. Uh for the doggies, I mean They did score a sick try. The whole party try was awesome. <laughs> they did. Well, I mean, that's that's look. Having been through this, when your team is shit and is going to be shit for several years, all you really hang on to in these moments is like scoring a nice try or occasionally beating a team you're not supposed to beat. Uh, yeah. The uh, Jerry Marshall Kings had two good games in a row, which is weird. Butchered a try though. Should have passed that ball to DWZ. He had the he had the Marshall genes, mate. Yeah, <laughs> without the step. Other than that, yeah, I think it's weird that they um, I get signing DWZ. I think it's weird that they put Nick Manley on the wing. And even weirder, they put him on the wing against Daniel Tupo against Cooper Cronk too. Within like four minutes, Cronk was like, "Oh, hey, look, look who's on Tupo," and they scored. They kicked it at him. That was weird, but uh, you know, Dean Pay's not really known for his great decision making at this point. No. <laughs> and yeah, it was this game. So Kieran Foran again looked like an old man in this game. He tried really hard. He looked like he had like fifteen different injuries throughout the fixture because he had yeah. guys like Boyd Cordner was lining him up for some reason. So Cordner, yeah, was, no Crichton, sorry, and Cordner was lining other people up as well. They were mad for some reason. Yeah. What was Cordner was? I heard him say something about like I don't know them stepping around in the ruck or something like that, or like trying to kick the ball out or something, and that's why he was. I know he put that shot on for no reason and was just yeah. like was the happiest guy in the world. It's like what? What's going? Why what's going he so, on? Why are you so angry? But, <laughs> he's never but, like that too. That's what's weird. He's never that player. Yeah, it's like seen him in Origin in Australia and everything's been fine. But no, someone the lo- team coming last just like got to him. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, unfortunate. But yeah, the Bulldogs again. It's like that is this is the the spooner. Right? Yeah, you. I mean, look, yeah. they're only two wins behind. Well, a win and an outrageously big point against Gap behind the Titans. So, you never know. Stranger things have happened. But at this stage, they Jeez. look pretty locked on for the wooden spoon. Negative one hundred and sixty-two. That's a lot of negative. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's Simi Redrandra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Randrandra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Randrandra. News time. Uh, there's a State of Origin game this Sunday. It sure is. In Perth, home of rugby league. Okay. Is Matt Peterson going to be on the pregame coverage? <laughs> Curtis Rona. Is that it? Is that all the Perth players? Uh, that Corey Patterson. Yep, sure. That's a guy. That is a guy. <laughs> he converted to Islam as well, I think. Did he? Yeah. He went to boxing. Yeah. Uh, then okay. he went back to rugby league. Good on him. Uh, so we're not going to run through the teams fully, right? But let's let's start with the Blues. We may as well talk about the changes. I'm angry. You're angry? I'm not, I'm not angry because I don't care that much, but I'm upset that my boy, they did my boy so dirty. Okay, so the Blues have like, seven changes. Which is yep. generally how to react to losing one game by four points. but On, out, an, on an intercept, no less. Out goes Crichton and Walker uh, and Morris and Mattrell. Those are the ones out by, by form or choice. The injured players are David Klemmer, uh, Nick Cottridge and Payne Haas. And in comes Blake Ferguson, 
after them saying before game one he played himself out of a jersey, somehow played yep. just as bad the next few games, he's back in. Uh, Daniel Sofidi, who is, I'll get to, one of the worst proper props starting in the competition. Uh, James Maloney, who they cast aside after game one. Tarek Simmons, who was so bad in game three last year, they said he'd never play Origin again. Tondaboy is seriously back there. And Wade Graham, who I really like, but played 80 minutes of first grade. Yeah, I'm okay with the Graham. And he was so bad in 2017, he gave like those three penalties about lost in the game. They also said he'd never play Origin again. But he was awesome in that one game when he came back two weeks ago. He's back. Anyway. And Tommy Turbo deserves to be there. He does. Um... All right, start, go go. Just start. No, no, no. Let's, Do you all, um, can we talk about Pierce first? Let's you go there. I'm so angry. I'm beside myself with rage that this guy was going to get picked again, and I <laughs> understand that he's been playing really well. No one's denied that. But pe- I'm sorry. People go, oh, you should look at the whole season and base that around why you should pick him. It's like, well, well, what about the guy you're dropping, the guy who's been the standout half in the competition, Cody Walker, who had one quiet game in Origin one. And had uh, one chance. And Still the whole set season, up a try. Well, Pierce was also disgusting for like five rounds then. It doesn't matter. No, 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 <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't forget it. But no, it, it's, it couldn't be Nathan Cleary's fault. Nathan Cleary's played four Origin games now and does not have any single assists of any kind or tries <laughs> or line breaks. Has four try assists all in all season Great, too. Great, good on him. That's as many as um, Jesse Bromwich, I believe. I looked this up. I think, yeah. I think it's Jesse Bromwich that has four <laughs> as well. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. Cody Walker had a line break assist in the one game he played. So he's already outshone Nathan Cleary in one game. And That's I didn't good. think he was that bad, apart from a couple of defensive indecisions with Luttrell. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe you give them time to some... Maybe you give them time to gel together. Don't drop them both. And again, we, we hammer the Luttrell is lazy narrative because it is true a lot of the time, but he's really good and he should be in this game. And then the Pierce oh, did have yeah. the dignity to pull out with the injury. Oh, but did he see the team and go, I'm not getting blamed for this state's bullshit again. I'm out. I don't blame him. But, I mean, it's this pack's going to get folded in half. Were the, um, was the packs... Um, were the halves supposed to be... Pierce and, and Cleary. If you yeah. like midfield bombs, do I have the team for you? Because that would have been. That just it. seems like the worst. Look, if you are going like to stick with Cleary together, and I don't yeah. think you should, but if you are going to stick with Cleary, then yeah, you should pick Maloney over Cody Walker. No qualms about that. Mm. But the yeah. half should be Maloney and Walker. They just should be. And yeah, no, no, I'm just upset. It's not fair <laughs> that it's oh. it's really not. I'm I genuinely pissed though. It's not fair that yeah. this guy plays his ass off all year. Who Cody, Cody got. Um, this guy worked so hard to get in the first grade at what age twenty seven to hold down a spot for the first time in his life. Did, Plays so, standout player has one quiet game and he's out the door and he'll probably never play again. Did you hear the Freddie quote about picking Maloney? I Maloney? was so angry. <laughs> I think it's yeah. set all the South fans off. That might be the maddest I've ever been after hearing anyone in rugby league say anything. So like, what he said, people, is that he said Maloney was the last man standing in terms of a five out. He's the only player left that had to pick him. So Cody Walker has had his and then, oh, and don't in. forget, then yeah. joked, then joked that he was going to call Braith out of retirement. Mm. Fuck you, honestly, <laughs> yeah, seriously. You not only are you going to drop this guy and fucking put his confidence through the floor, you're going to sit there and crack jokes about him, not even mattering, not even existing in your world because he had one quiet game. Oh. I do laugh at like we spoke about this as well, but after game game one, uh, that I was very interested in game one how the combination of Walker and Luttrell would work because again Maloney's the best early ball half in the, in the competition and he's been doing it for like Brent Naden now at club level, but he was so good at getting Luttrell early ball and engaging Luttrell and that's Luttrell's only strength. Well, not only yeah. main strength is again early ball down the opposition half, so they changed that to Cody Walker, who's a completely different player. They then got mad at Cody Walker for not being James Maloney. And then they got mad at Latrell Mitchell for not getting the ball from Cody Walker for not being would James Maloney. Would anyone have cared if they just out. picked Maloney at the start instead of Walker? I wouldn't have cared. No. I would have yeah. been like, yeah, fine. He was there last year. He played really well. But And then, like, 
Jack White and being there ahead of Jared Croker, if you are going to... like, They play so for the same club, clubs. and yeah. one of them plays that's centre. His, that's his position. Like, yeah. that's... Like, I was listening to the radio, like, the Triple M Rush Hour thing over here, and they were just like, so, like, that's it. He's not going to... Like, Jared Kroger's never going to play. No, no team. chance. That, this like, is that, it. like, that's got to be it. There's... And Jack so, Whiten cost them the game. <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason they lost, and he gets well, rewarded. Oh, and Cody yeah. Walker gets thrown into the wilderness. A lot of... And so many people, like, defended that. They were like, oh, but he was doing so well, except for that one time that he... You cost know, them the game. The, cost us the game, but, you know. Yeah, that one, except for that thing he did that lost us the game, he was great the rest of the exactly. time. Exactly. The other 15 minutes he's on the field. Yeah, the, like, the number of points doesn't matter. It's how hard you I'm try, how much yeah. fun you have. I'm yeah. sorry for swearing at Freddie. <laughs> I do like Freddie, but I'm really upset. But yeah, it's like Whiten has been kept out of the centres at a club side for five years by Jared Croker. Yep. He's a, been, he's a guy who's been a bit tough player for the Raiders. He's been thrown around the park till they found a position that worked. And they have found one that has worked, fair enough. Then at Origin, they're like, I'm going to drop Latrell. And we're going to drop the other centre. <laughs> and we're still going to find a way to play two people who aren't centres over Jared Kroger. And I'm okay with Tommy Dvojevic pick at centre because I think Tommy Turbo is just one of those class of players that can play him. I'm fine with that too. Get him the team, that's fine. White yeah. isn't one of those players. And again, there is literally the player at his club that is better than him at that position. They just won't pick. What did yeah. Josh Morris do wrong? I mean, he made... I think he had yeah. one bad defensive read in, this, in the Origin did. 1, but he was largely solid. I don't know. I think he was only going to play one game anyway. I thought he wanted to play himself into another jersey, but that's bizarre. And then the whole Latrell stuff. Like again, we are Latrell's biggest knockers, pretty much. No one else seems to knock him, but I'm probably number one Latrell knocker. And it is at those things. I remember saying before the series last year, I got hammered for it on here too. I said, you know, he he doesn't work hard enough. His defense is bad. If you pick him in Origin now, you're going to regret it for the long run because what's his incentive to fix those problems in his game if he's already rewarded yeah. for them? Anyway. They, they, it doesn't matter. Last year didn't matter. They had three, they had two great games out of him. Sorry, they won the series. They loved him, whatever. But I have to stay on the ass once next yeah. year. They're, they're like, fuck this guy. <laughs> something must have happened in camp. It just had to have. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there has to be something more there because is his head, is maybe yeah. his headspace isn't right. Like you read those yeah. stories about going like, home after Origin one instead of going back to training. Like, I yeah, know. I feel like I know there's such a massive like hypocrisy with like I know with Cleary they always said like it seemed like the attitude was, uh look, we can't just like drop him if he has a quiet game because he's young and that'll ruin his confidence yeah. and that might turn him away from New South Wales or Origin forever or stuff like that. But like, Lachon Mitchell's like 21, 22. Well, yeah. But it wasn't his, his birthday like... Yeah, the day he got dropped or whatever. And they were like, oh man, I know you scored like a gazillion tries last series and all that stuff, yeah. but like I think you should just not be here. And then... For a must-win game. Yeah, for a must-win game. And then people are like, oh, yeah, no, but it'll be cool. We'll pick him for game three. It's just like, I'd feel kind of like shit if like, I don't know, it was, uh, that was my job or whatever. And says like, no, we need you to go away, but you're going to come back, right? And well, yeah, it's a weird thing because Origin used to work like this. It worked like 15 years ago. It worked like that. If you were bad, you got dropped. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that right now. Players, like if, you, if they pick you, they keep you pretty much. If they back you, like a Luttrell or even like a Nathan Cleary. But you said it's weird that he gets dropped when other guys like that don't. Yeah. I I have no idea. Um, yeah. Happy for Dale Delphinuka. It's unfortunate for Delphinuka yeah. in that he's uh, rewarded. He's been rewarded, deserves with a cap, but he's like the number ten storyline of this of the selection. No one even cares that he got picked now because the other ones are so bizarre. All right, take yeah. it away, you two. Saifidi, you can go first. Over okay. There. Um, let me just. Uh, I found the uh, the list of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible you two have the same list? No, oh, I made probably. this one, but he might oh. have the same list. Um. I just, um, because I know, like, you know, David Clevin is obviously injured and he can't be there. But um, as far as, like, 
how much impact is going to have. Like starting prop, David Klemmer, eighth overall amount of meters made, 1,930, 176 a game. Daniel second, si- second highest average in the game. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Saifidi, how, what rank do you think he is at total number of meters made? I didn't look at his total number, but I'm going to guess he's like 120th or something. 168th. That's not good. 958 total meters at 86 a game. Yeah. For a starting prop. Yeah. And that's going to be the guy like he's playing in his spot. He's playing right there. So. Exactly. And and that's you make a good point there. It's like it's not even the fact that he's not up to disc- up to scratch. The guy he's asking to replace and starting in front of is this best Australian prop. Like yeah. the best Aussie prop and he is being at the front of everything good the Blues have done the last two series has been not well, most things have been when he's motoring up the field and they're playing off the back of it. Yeah, it's so I, bizarre. I, I've never like really had a moment in like New South Wales like games where he's been playing, going, "Oh wow, um, where his name is?" Sofidi. No, um, or Clemmer. Clem. I was like, "Oh, Clemmer really cost us that game, or something yeah. like that." It's kind of like, he might give away a bonehead penalty every now and again. Oh but yeah, you take that because he's so. And then he'll like so. make six hundred meters and just. Can I just say I would have picked James Tarmow? Uh, yeah, like there's, I there's, would have the, too. There's a yeah. lot of people I would have picked over him. Tarmow has been great this Tarmow year. Tarmow and Paulo were my top two that my, I would have picked. Oh, uh, just me and my friend played a game called like who was the worst prop you would pick over David Saifidi, and we got low, <laughs> low, low. Where did like, you get to? Um, my friend went Tim Manor. Okay, so, that's, that's too far. No, yeah. it's that average is more meters than him. No, yeah. but that, that's it was too far. like that. I, I said like I think that's the bottom. But I yeah. I said like if Aaron Woods was playing, I'd pick Aaron Probably. Woods. Um, if, but Aaron Woods, Blake is, Laurie, is Liam Knight blue. Uh, I better say Liam Knight. Get him in. He's on my list. Yeah. But Liam Knight's good. I was my my random hot t- like because I don't know. It's hard to pick him, but like I reckon Nathan Brown is just like built for Origin. Like, yeah, he's a lunatic. I think three yeah. games played is um, that's the problem for him this year. If you're yeah. going to replace David Clemmer with like you need a lunatic, and he fits that bill of yeah. being a yeah. crazy man, he will literally step on someone's dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's done this. He'll do it for the state. It's made against mate. It's yeah, shaft against shaft. <laughs> it is okay. So Damon was nice and succinct over there with his numbers, and as, a as lot you know, of words you've got. As you know, I like to <laughs> I like to lecture you people. <laughs> I'm going to lecture some people there. So anyway, I've I've done numbers as well. So as he said. Saifidi so averages 87 metres per game this year. So, I've only looked at forwards numbers now, so I've cut out the backs to okay. make it more fair. But that's 86 in the NRL for forwards. That's 86. Bad. Wow. So, there's 48 starting middles in the comp and 80 starting forwards overall. The average is the same metres as Kane Evans, who's like a meme of how bad of a signing he was. Like Kane Evans, that's it, one. There's 113 forwards in the NRL that average more than 40 minutes. Saifidi so averages 43. He's 71st out of those in metres per game. Good. So he's right in the bottom Who's half. Who's last? I don't remember now. Oh. <laughs> and then if you change, you flip with the reverse, you, go, you know what, maybe he's an impact prop. I'll do props oh. less than 45 minutes per game. Fewer. Yep. Yeah, there's <laughs> he's, there's 88 of those. Cool. Yeah. He's 65th there as well. That's bad. So Great. he's bottom yeah. there. He's only cracked 100 metres three times of his 11 games now. Oh, no. So or maybe he's working hard somewhere else. Maybe he's defending. Tell me about his defence. <laughs> 23 tackles a game. That's not too bad. 88th out of forwards again. Yep, solid. There you go. Uh, and then, you know where he's, what he's good at though? Missing tackles. 37th of missed tackles. Right? There you, <laughs> you know, wow. you know start, Starting proper missed tackles. Then if you cut it down to people who only play 45 minutes or less, he's 8th. Great. Oh, great. There you go. And, and if, if you, you take out the edge I was players. Say, what if you take out the edge players? Take out the edge players. He's fourth. Wow. Most missed tackles per game. So he's only behind Napa, Alvaro, and George Burgess. And like, wow. Alvaro's been dropped. And Napa <laughs> and Burgess are just meatheads who throw their arms out. <laughs> yes, they are. 
having watched a lot of George Burgess, I can yeah. confirm that. It's so true. it's like not even that he's average in any any metric. He's bad. <laughs> like, yeah, but he rubbed heads with one of the Burgess twins two weeks ago. Is that not so the best timing awesome. of a head rub ever? Yeah, he's, he's, stood he's up timed, to the Burgess he's timed it well. So there's a lot of Burgesses in the Queensland team as well. So that makes it sense. Is. So I'm going to do full list of middle forwards eligible for the are Blues. Are you reading them all? That averages more meters per game. How many are on this list? Twenty-seven. I'm reading more. You're listening to me. David Clemmer, Fair. Payne Haas, okay. Matt Lodge, yep. Paul Vaughan, yep. Jake Turbo. Can you get to the meme players? Jordan McLean, okay. Aidan Tolman, yep. James Tarmow, Nathan Brown, Dale Finucane, Junior Paulo, Cam Murray, Paul Gallon, Alex Twall, Tavita Totola. There's one. Oh, my boy. Adam Elliott. Good player. Jack Williams, Regan Campbell-Gillard. Who's Jack Williams? The bench I'm, forward. I'm there you go, there you go. Tim Manor, Blake Laurie, Aaron Woods, Matt Pryor, Liam Knight, Corey Waddell, David Gower. Danny Fualalo. I played Origin. People forget that. <laughs> and Shannon Boyd. I try to forget that. Shannon Boyd. And then this is just getting That's Australian wise. rep Shannon Boyd. This is yeah. just New South Wales. So he's eligible. as good as Australian rep Shannon Boyd, is what you're saying? Yes. Oh, but 27 Blues eligible forwards in the middle average more than he does. Ah. Yeah. So Corey Waddell makes more meters. Yes. The, so, the yeah. bench back row who's been learning to play in the middle this year yeah. makes more meters than him. Brandon Smith's right. like two meters behind him, but he's not eligible. <laughs> for the hooker who's playing lock. Uh, why has this happened? I don't know. Well, actually, I do know why. Badiris is why it's happened. Yeah, because like I remember, like I don't know a few days ago there was an article where it was like Clemens said, like, "Oh, I'm putting my hand up for Saifidi to play," and I was like, "Yeah, that's nice of you." Just to, like, yeah. you know, it's just like saying, "Oh, yeah, my my cousin that like has no experience at the job that we work at would be great. You should hire <laughs> yeah, him." And he'd, be like, and he'd be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, sure thing, man." And just like shows up, he's like, "Oh, I'm actually the manager now." It's like, "What? No, <laughs> yeah. no, you're not." Yeah, it's like I thought it was funny when Lachlan Miranda got a job at the Dragons because he was Corbin Simmons' friend. I thought that was bad oh, enough, really? but now it's like mates are getting Origin gigs. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to steal this from one of my, one of my friends, Jay Carper. Said during the week, and he was like blowing up. This is before the team was selected. He was blowing up how like Brandy was championing Campbell Gillard and Badiris championing Safidi, and he's going on yeah. about like the Blues and their. Was Campbell Gillard on that list of players, by the way. Yes, oh, even yeah. he's got more. So he was going about how the Blues. The agenda, like they push their own agendas to get their own players in. He's like, the agenda of the Blues is helping you, you know, helping your mates out. The agenda for Queensland is just winning the fucking game. That yeah. seems to have worked for them in the last. Yeah, that's it. Like you, we don't have like so you like the Blues coaching staff is Fitla as the head coach, obviously. Badiris is assistant coach in, on the selection panel. Brandy on the selection panel. Andrew Johns on the selection panel, and all those guys work in the media. We know all their takes and their biases, and they're they're obvious. And over, I get at Queensland, you have guys who all come from Brisbane, but they're the people selecting their team. They are Kevin Walters, who doesn't work for any club. Darren Lockyer, okay, he's worked for the Broncos, fine. Jake Miles doesn't work for any club. Uh, you have Justin Hodges, doesn't work for any club. And then Billy Slater, doesn't work for any club. Yeah. They're not in there championing for like, oh, mate, look, I know, I know Jared Walters is playing well. Yeah. But you're sure, mate. I've got, I've got a reserve grader at the Storm. Christian <laughs> really? Welch, get him in. <laughs> Christian Welch playing well, but that's he it. Is playing well, but it's not happening like that. It doesn't no, happen it doesn't in happen. Queens. And it happens in Blue South Wales. This is exactly like they lose one game and it's like Laurie Daly's coaching a team again. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw in like the NRL subreddit, someone said like, this is worse than anything Laurie's ever done. It is. It's, a, it's like, well, it's, it's just so far like left field more than anything is... And it felt like the team was different every day when it was coming at Lee. Like the mind, their mind was changed every day. But. Yeah. Like I, I said, to, like I sent my friend to my like list to my friend. And I said, like I have no idea what's going on. And I said about Saifidi, and he's just like, who's that? 
Mm. I was like, he play, he starts for the Knights. There will genuinely be like blowers who only watch Origin in the finals who will have no idea who he is. Yeah, and like to be fair to Saifedi, he has potential and had a good period a couple of years ago, back end of the twenty seventeen. Yeah. He averaged like one hundred fifty meters throughout. Six he was weeks. really good in that team that was shit. But that's years ago. He's not good enough now. Yeah. And it's like I read an article today saying they picked him because of he's an enforcer now. It's, just it's like so he got headbutted two weeks ago and now he's an enforcer. Yeah, like. Uh, the only thing I was trying to think of is just because, like, like he is big, yeah. Like, but like he's bad as well. Cause, yeah, like, I don't know because he's like six four and one hundred and twenty. Why was pick fucking Morgan was, Boyle then? He's really yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like Morgan, when we went to that game, I was like Mitchell, who is that large man? <laughs> yeah, like Morgan Boyle is <laughs> he's not ginormous, very good, but he's yeah. very big, and, and he does not make much impact at all for yeah. someone so big. Somehow, I don't know, but <sighs> yeah. So I don't. Tim I don't. Glasby's back for Queensland, so that's a win. Yeah, exactly. Undefeated, Undefeated origin hero, Tim Glasby. Yeah, and then over on the blue side as well, on top of that, like there's so many bad selections. Again, like Ryan Madison's 18th man in game one. And then somehow Tarek year. Sims is leapfrogged. And Wade Graham leapfrogs him yeah. off two games. Like, again, Graham, to me, is one of the best back rowers in the comp. I get it, but it's like 70-odd yeah. minutes. And you I'm think okay with ready? them picking Graham over Crichton, by the yeah. way. I'm and okay with that. Because yeah, Crichton like, sucks, that's fair enough. Yeah. Just then, to typify like Tarek Sims, the... On the weekend, where it was like manly, it was like, um, I think it was fine or whatever, the try from dummy half, mm. where it's like he rolled the ball under and Tarek Sims like got down on his haunches, like ready to just fly at the guy that was going to just like do, you know, do the quick just tap and mm. score. And he missed him and we scored anyway. It's very tight. And it was, it was just amazing. He literally went straight past him and I was like, that's something you're going to do when like the game is on the line or something like that. Like when it was like game three. Last year or the yeah, year before. Yeah, when he did that stupid tackle when he had the ball. Yeah, yeah that, that way he was just like, oh, hey, Ben Hunt, how are you, fellow teammate? I'm just going to like play around and give away a penalty or whatever. That was yeah. really dumb. And, yeah. like, and again, you look at this team again now, it's like Queensland might actually have the better pack even on paper now. And the Blues have like 40 yep. props they can pick that are better than the Queensland's props. But, you know, this game that's now the starting front row, Queensland have lost... Um, have lost Jairo. So Napa and Saifidi can outfraud each other in this <laughs> game, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, and they also uh, said they picked him to stop Papali, and it's like this is just back to that Blues bullshit again, trying it, to stop players. Yeah, it's like, never worked. Yeah, good players are good. Pick your own good players, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> like that's just how this works. Like I feel like that worked like well last year. It did as well because it was like let's stop trying to like put Morris's in front of English, which fair, is yeah. what we did. Picking but. both Scott and the centers did a great job of stopping the Blues wingers from being effective. They did. So, But yeah, exactly right. Last year felt like it was a new 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 dawn for the Blues in terms yeah. of they're picking just the best team they can and see what happens. Yeah. And there's like so many, there's like, you know, there's an Addo car and there's a bloody... Luttrell got in. Like, Addo would never have got in under previous regimes, for example. Like yeah. He was in, like, whatever. And they had, you know, they had the great series win, but it's like one loss in a game one and this is what happens. Like, seven of them change. Yeah, just shut it down. Yeah, Screw and then him. change the Queensland, obviously only injury-related. Jai Arrow's out, Offhand Gowie's out. And Offhand Gowie's cut apparently was so bad, you could see the bone when it happened. Love like, that. Jesus. Good like, I don't know how you get cut that bad on a, on a rugby league field because, like, you can't wear metal studs. Yeah. So, but he was cut down two through the bone, to the bone. So, one of those ones cut was so deep, it didn't even bleed. But he was, like, hanging with his knee bone was showing. That's, that now makes sense why he's not playing. Yeah. Was, like, they had to go to surgery and sew him back up. But it's a deep, a deep burn. So, but, yeah, it's just... Um, <laughs> The Blues, are, sorry, Queensland have brought back like James Glasby. And I think it's a bad selection, but no one cares because like the the Blues have just done like seventeen bad things. Yeah, That's I don't think it's that bad anyway. Like whatever, who else? Yeah, no, exactly. Like and then yeah. So what happens if the Blues lose this game? Does game three have another seven changes? They'll pick Mitchell Pearce. They'll win the dead rubber, and he'll be there for yeah. 20, they 20. do the thing. We'll pick <laughs> young players again, and that's like that's the problem yeah. with what they've done with Cleary too. I listened to um, a podcast last week. 
and they they mentioned um, talking about how you know some of those best halves matured at a late age. Like you had Freddie mature at thirty. You know, you, a lot of guys yeah. got better when they got older. You know, Pierce is maturing now at thirty, and it's like okay, you're making good points. And they go, Cleary was going to mature at thirty, probably most likely that late. Then why the yeah. fuck's he playing now? Yeah, you can't wait that long. You like, can't. You can't. Yeah. Well, you can wait that long in first grade. That's yeah. what you learn. Like it's <laughs> yeah. they did the same thing. Like they did the same thing with Jared Mullen and Mitch Pierce. So were like instead of waiting till they got to be good enough to play Jared Origin, Mullen. they did the whole thing. Yeah. You were going to be the half for ten years, so we'll pick you anyway. Yeah, and then all of them failed. Despite all this, James Maloney's there now. He is. So That's a good win. thing. Well, they, they might, might win. win, but it's like so. If Cleary yeah. has a bad series now, and they pick him again next year, it's not a bad series. They're gonna like throw him out. To, we cast aside. Then it doesn't matter how good he is the next like three years after that. They won't pick him. Yeah, yeah, it's how it works. It's like, how about you wait till he's actually good enough? Like, that's, you know, again, when Cherry Evans is knocking your door down for Queensland, and he did get dropped, but they didn't just drop Cooper Cronk because he was old. Which is what the Blues do. Maloney was old. <laughs> Out of him Cooper and Cleary, Cronk. they dropped yeah. Maloney. It's like, yeah. you don't just drop the better old play. You're winning this year's series. You're not winning next year's series or a series after. No. Exactly. You're this year. Everything yeah. can change between here and next season. We lost Inglis over this offseason for no reason. We lost Cansmith last year. We didn't know. Like, things change between the years. Pick the team to win this year's bloody series. Who cares about next year's series? Do you think there's, like, too much of an emphasis on trying to get, like, you know, the whole Blues dynasty thing where it's, like, you know, yes, we want, like, a young team and we want to get eight in a row as well. And yes. It's, like, at the cost of, you know, mucking around this year and probably, like, not doing as well as we could have. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because it always just feels like every year the Blues have to be, like, this is it. This is our brand new team that we're going to have for 10 years. And they don't do it. And it's, like, well, this... Then next year we're going to have a new set of like our new ten year team or whatever yeah. or something like that. And it's like, yeah, just like you said, if, if Maloney's there and fit or whatever, if, then just you know pick the better yeah, player. Like, yeah, this like, team. You said game one last year was announced. This is a new era for the Blues, and they debuted the most debuts ever happened. It's true. They won the series. Fantastic. People yeah. think something's changed. They come into this series. They weren't great in game one. They only lose by four points. Yeah. And you're like, oh well, reset. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, don't don't sell me this building bullshit when a loss makes you change everything anyway. Just pick the best team. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, who's going to win? Queensland. I I think Queensland will win too. I think the other team, if they kept the same team, the Blues, they might have had a point to prove. I agree. I know these this new team has something to prove again, but it's like he's changed his combinations again on the field, and like they're going to do the same bullshit. They've got two back rowers on the bench. They're going to do the same thing when they're going to pull Tyson Brazil for twenty minutes. And play Wade Graham or Tarek Sims on the right edge there. They're going to put in Cameron Murray on fine. He's great. But they're going to put like Sims or Wade Graham, the one who doesn't play on the edge, is going to play the middle for too long. He's going to do the yeah. same stuff. Make the rotations. Safita will play 20 minutes and be forgotten about. And the Blues will end up losing because the second half, they'll have these guys that shouldn't have been on those positions playing the majority of the second half and they get run over. That's what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, other news. South's going to pick Damon. Oh, um, I reckon... New South Wales by four points. Wow, look at there that! You go. Spent thirty four. minutes bagging them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, on a top of on top of a Saifidi no, hat trick. Well. There we go. Um, other news: South can play at Bank West for three years, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, that's good. Huh. It's a good good result. Like SGD sucks. Props not- to my man Blake Solly, South CEO, coming out and saying we don't believe playing more games at the SCG is good for anyone. Yeah. and he's right. <laughs> it's <laughs> not. Bankwest, so one thing I didn't yep. think about when they built it is like how good it's going to be for Parramatta, like the, a club itself. Like the, the league's club like next to the stadium if you've never been there. It's pretty much on top of the stadium. And they built a new car park there. It's like a multi-story, like a 10-story car park or whatever. And when you go in, it's $25 to park or it's free if you spend 25 bucks at the league's club. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. yeah, they did that. So like Smart. me and my dad are like, well, why would we go buy hot dogs when we can go get like a snitty? 
yeah. in the parking street. So yeah, Sniddy and uh, that had a roast and it was like $35. Done. Job done. But it's yeah. like, yeah, well, they're going to make a killing when anyone and plays if you get there. the train there, it's a nice walk through that main street. There's a lot of restaurants and stuff. Yeah. It's good. So it's really anytime, good experience. Know, Sal's to play there. Like yeah, Para I'm making sure. money. Tigers playing there. Para it's great for Para. Good mm. on them. Great stadium though. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have me of questions. Okay, question time. First question from Ant Farmer. He says, essentially he said, if there's ever a time to give Queensland the grand final, it would be now. The SCG is a dog fortune, I believe. Once nostalgia wears off, what do we think? Completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd, I feel like I'm pretty Sydney-centric or whatever, but, like, just take it to Suncorp. Like, who... Like, I'm not going to... I don't think anyone's going to be that upset, are they? Like No, like, I, I guess... I know the government in Wales has it to, like, 2048 or something. And I know it's yeah. going to be very hard to pry it out of their hands. But you've got to find some way to not play it at the damn SCG. Yeah, exactly. That's like that shouldn't be on the table at all. Like Suncorp. Yeah, and Do I it. guess it's one of those things. Like the government again are the ones building the stadiums at the same time. They should like if it's going to stay here, it should have been tiered of like we'll do Allianz first. Yeah, like do it staggered, so it's like you know you're not without like a nice stadium or whatever. Yeah, but well, it's kind no. of like messed up sport in the whole state for like the next two years, right? Yeah, if not longer. Like it's that's what we've got. So yeah, everyone's playing right. SCG or Bank West and nothing in between. Like and then Sharks is being redeveloped the next year for the next two years. So like the there's like four rugby league stadiums in in Sydney at, the, at this point. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I think we're all in favour of Brisbane. We all know why it's not going because of the the, the agreements. But yeah, uh, Shander eighty six. Uh, he says anonymous guest because I asked. I said we've got a guest. It's not on Twitter. He says. What keeps you from Twitter? Um, I have one. I have a Twitter, and I have one follower, and I've never made a tweet. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna do it when I like started writing for the Chaser because I was like, oh boy, I could be like more, you know, like socially active and all that stuff. But no, I literally just have a Facebook and just share things I write, and that's it. That's but right. it's like it's not a very good like avenue because it's like you know only your friends and. <laughs> parents see it so get on the, the, the NRL Twitter yeah. community will get around you will they can you like Twitter's kind of dead is it I don't know. <laughs> wouldn't know can you guys like follow me so I can get like 200% increase yeah. in yes, my, in my followers that is fine uh, Paul Mac underscore 78 does Tonga have the best forward pack in international rugby league good question yes yep yeah <laughs> now, well, like can can you guys just like because I'm thinking like it's was it Tamalolo Taukiaho Fafita yep Fafita's probably suspended for his crusher tackle. He's an idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that game. Dog shots, I'm all for that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah that- and what, um, sorry, what was the, the Knights one? The Sorry, I know this is going too long. The yeah. crusher tackle, was it like Mitch Barnett or whatever, yeah. where he like pulled him over and then stopped and waited and was like, yeah, he's oh, like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, and then just like, am I going to do this? I am going to do this. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, that great like pause of like, yeah, I've got time to think about it or yeah, whatever. Terrible. But yeah, yeah as um, you said, there's those, those three, uh, Fanil Blake as well. Tap to uh Tavita Pangai there. Uh, oh jeez. Uh Manu Ma'u's there. Like it's just Oh, did we mention Tapao not playing for New Zealand anymore? Oh yeah. yeah I, just, I was about to say that, that yeah. that's why they're the best pack because Tapao's gone to Samoa as well. Yeah. So New Zealand, you know, they've kind of lost like Finor Blake, Ta- Takiaho, Tamalolo, Tapao to to the islands Good. pretty quickly. It's better for rugby league. Yeah. And whilst whilst Australia will have a, a quality pack, there's just there's no middle at all that can match that, that Tonga one. No. It's not, and, but you know, again, Tonga have got that massive ha- handbrake in the halves that the other country, like even Samoa's halves are better. Tonga's have got they got nothing. Uh, Manny P twenty five. When he looks back on his career, who will Jared Croker resent more? 
Orange select- <laughs> selectors for not picking him. Or his parents are birthing him in this birthing him in this allows a non-Pacific nation where he could have earned seventy three caps. <laughs> Both good questions. <laughs> yeah. Probably the selectors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does he hate Jack White a little now? He's got he to. must do. I I would. Yeah, good. Uh Michael Down seventy nine. Bungard, sell NRL Reddit to me. Don't listen to him. It's, it's alright. It's fine. It's not like There's its moments. Yeah. It doesn't set the world on fire, it does the job. When I look at the comments often I'm like, there's too much know it allisms from no nothings. Yeah. I mean like, you know, Facebook is like the bottom of all like yeah. NRL, NRL sledging groups on Facebook are the bottom. Oh yeah. The, um then Facebook. But NRL Reddit has a lot of good links and stuff, whatever. Yeah. But for example, I clicked on the blues team on there to see the rage. And almost none of them know Jack White never played center. And it's like, do you not realize, like, how do you not know that? Yeah. You've been watching league for three years, but even there's been a whole storyline the whole time that he's been a center. But, you know, that's, those are the kind of things I'm like, they're very certain in their opinions, but they're very wrong with them. Like even yeah. the, um, the stats man on there, for example, you know, the guy, they all think he's some genius. Like the other day, like, they all refer to everyone, like they, they think everyone else is an authority on things on there. But what someone asked him a stats question on the who provides who, and he's like but- written a comment like he... he Stuff like, you know, ABC do their own rugby league data, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. You think ABC are paying for like 10 people to sit there collect rugby league numbers just to power the score on their website? No. Just all those yeah. wrong things. It annoys me. And everyone's like, oh, that's what it is now. <laughs> it's great- no, it's not like that. Okay. You know, but anyway. Anyway, it's just I think me- there's some funny jokes on there and there's some good posts from time to time. Uh, Mitch, regarding your chat about coaches managing poor trainers, are there any Storm players who have been lazy trainers? Hell yeah. George Rose. I mean, they, they take like, chances on plenty of them. Like, yeah. They take Addo Carr down there. He was a bad, reportedly bad trainer. He said George Rose, Sam Cassiano, whatever. But they back themselves to get them to buy into the culture. Yeah. Well, Nate, well, how long was Nate Miles there for? Oh, like six months. Not yeah. Long. <laughs> but it's like, you know, Addo Carr, they, they took him down there. They do the whole thing. They do the classic old man pre-seasons. They go back out and, you know, go on a camp or whatever similar. Yeah. Make them work a normal job. I think when you first go, you have to dig the dig roads when you first move through the storm, I think, any player who does. But things like, you Great. know, they made out of car, even though I like it, they made him, he was not allowed to do his try celebration anymore. He's like, no, you celebrate with the team, not for yourself. Yeah. They make small culture changes. Yeah. RCB Sharks, why can't there be three full rep rounds rather than one? There should be. Uh, uh, why can't there be? If I'm going to say why there can't be, uh, because the, if it's not going to be three weeks in a row, it's going to stagnate too much if you get me like having players on off on off is a bit weird for any teams momentum throughout the season also Channel 9 love their Wednesday ratings when it's yeah. two or three times a year it's which valuable to again them. annoys me but whatever yeah. yeah you can't really go Wednesday Sunday Wednesday you can't three Sundays would be fine they'll just be another round yeah or you could go like could you do like Wednesday or Thursday Wednesday Tuesday I don't know get it over quicker than play another week after no just three Sundays. Three Sundays? <laughs> no, there's like three Sundays in like a nine-week period or eight-week period. Yeah. We play play the comp, then there's an origin, Sunday. Mm. Two regular se- like two regular weeks of the season. Like you've got a full week of recovery for all the players, then back to origin, and you do that again. Yeah. Seems like the best way, the fairest way to do it. No one has to miss games anymore. Uh, Corey- no one has to rush back at the other end, like two days after origin. Corey Goats, how nice it is that state of origin is going to a regional area for game two. It is nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, Manny at P25 Following up to his question last week When Bugger says his hair Is the Bill Belichick of hair Did I say that? You did apparently oh. Is that an omission That he's cheated to get his hair The way it is? Unless sleeping with a bobby pin For a few weeks To give your hair more natural lift Is cheating No I've not cheated You slept with a bobby pin in your yeah, hair? Yeah 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 I haven't put hair product in my hair For like two years 
just stays like this. Is that like the equivalent of deflate gate? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like he che- <laughs> that doesn't sound like cheating. Does that count? <laughs> just do nah. that. So, I, mate, hair product costs money. I haven't had to buy any in two years, and my hair's. I mean, I mean, who's got like worried about their hair product budget? <laughs> well, <laughs> sitting at home stressing. Well, <laughs> look, some of us do. Yeah. Some of us like to look our best. So you put a. What's explain this, Bobby? You've been thinking to me. I'm, I'm well, intrigued. You, you put it in like you part it to one way, and then it. If you sleep with it like that for a couple of weeks, it it stays that way. If you get me. So like my yeah. hair sweeps to this side, right? Yeah. So I slept with it down like this, with a pin in it for like a couple of weeks to get it to always go that way, and then the lift is just natural because you know. You didn't like the answer, but it was a good answer. No, it was terrible. <laughs> you, it, it, <laughs> no, it was a very. It, the Bollywood thing is to be very concerned. I've decided I've just. It I'm made just perfect it. sense. You just didn't like it because you no. wanted some big revelation about me having hair plugs no, or something, no. and you didn't get it. <laughs> and no. you didn't get Mate, it. No, it's fine. It's the guy. The guy went vegan. Also, puts Bobby in his hair and he sleep. What a okay. fucking shock! Sorry that I like to take good care of myself. Okay, what you saying? No protein though, or iron. What it, been literally drinking a protein shake the entire time we've been doing this podcast, and it is goddamn terrible, by the way. Uh, Jack Cronin asked me, "Is Mitch? Is it true Mitch is on private because Lachlan Miranda's scathing reply to his mean tweet back in the day?" Yes, yes. Uh, we had that as a drop for a while. It's gone now, but it yeah, was good. Well, the whole drop thing. One more hat trick than you'll ever get, Mitch. Good times. Cambo thirty seven. Give me Adam Ledge hat and plenty of it. We've been there. It was great. I loved it. No one else liked it. Cambo loved it. Me and Cambo yeah. did. Cambo's almost as big a grub as Adam Blair. So that makes sense. I'm Mort Seven. Whose origin debut was worse, Merritt or Walker? And on this, should the Blues stop picking South players? Wow. Hodges was worse than both, but Merritt's was comfortably worse than Walker. I don't think Walker's. Do you? Do people actually think Walker like had like this like notably bad debut? Yes, but that's <clears> wrong. It got talked into like, existence. How much time did Walker get? Like sixty when he, odd minutes, and he set up a try. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! So. You thought Dylan Walker? I thought Dylan yeah. Walker. Well, I thought uh, Dylan Walker. He got Walker. his nine minutes at hooker. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. I was like, yeah, he's an idiot, but it wasn't like Also, Dylan Walker, did not, did, Dylan Walker did not play for Seattle when he got selected. That was a Bob Fulton special. Oh, Dylan Walker was like the best center in the comp playing for Seattle. Couldn't get picked. The moment he goes to Manly, oh, mate. That was one yeah. of the ones like classic Bob Fulton promised him to go Manly and then yep. people didn't believe it. And then what, what, a, jo- what a surprise it happened. <laughs> uh, Manic P says, should we cancel State of Origin and give more money to public schools? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably both of those things. I love public schools and hate Origins. So that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, Frankie, I'm from That reminds me of that, Maddie. Last week you asked me who was the NRL's Mal Meninga. Sorry, Magic Johnson. It's Mal Meninga. That's who it. That's sorry. I guess. Yeah. Undeserved club yeah. legend. He's now like looking after the Titans somehow. There you go. No, whatever. Fra- Matt, Frankie's here. He says, who is someone we should keep an eye out for with the pack tests? An international boom rookie, if you will. Well, mate, if the clubs have their way, there'll be nobody I ever heard of playing international footy this weekend because everyone is pulling out with minor niggles. But uh, I, I was yeah. pro when we met a couple of years ago, Frankie, when I pointed out Nickel Clockstad for the cookies. That was good fun. My main thing I'm looking for this weekend, though, is how fat Tui Lalahia has got. That's my watch. Is he really fat? Yeah, he's fat, but let's oh, see really? how he goes. Oh, no. So he's playing, playing for Tonga. Hopefully he makes the side. Shana, what will Mitch Pierce come up with before Game Three to spare himself an inevitable, sorry, inevitable public crucifixion? Well, they're not going to pick him for Game Three. Euromycetosis. Okay, <laughs> they're not going to like they're either going to lose in the series over. They're not going to bring him back, or they're going to win and not change the team. So he's not coming back. You reckon they won't bring him back for a dead rubber? Oh, surely not. Do you think he'd want to come back for a dead rubber? No, I don't think he would. Yeah, I think. I mean, do you think he wanted to come back this? No, thing? hence why so, he got an injury. Yeah. I don't know. I think he might have wanted to come back, but I don't know. Maybe... I don't, do you see the team? Do you hear you got to play with another halfback or something and you're injured? I don't know. Yeah. That's, 
but you're not really allowed to like retire from reps. So, like, even the people can. Jamie Lyon tried. Oh, you yeah. Let him. It's, isn't it weird? There's like a weird line of like you can retire when you're old, like Cam Smith, but like if you're Jamie Lyon, you couldn't retire from rep footy. I don't know. Yeah. I think they like, have like, to be eligible at some point. Oh, Frankie Young's got an AF7. Says, an inspiring of plant guy from Toronto, what would you gift your star player upon winning the grand final? So if you don't know what happened, this some, is great. some dude in Toronto after the Raptors won the NBA finals was carrying like a huge fern, like he ripped out of the ground through like the streets of Toronto. He got interviewed while he's carrying the fern and he goes, it's for Kawhi. It's a housewarming present. He's staying. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine drunk, Nick Cantor would do the exact same thing for John Bateman if they won the grand final. Um, I would drunkenly steal Cam Murray a lot of witches' hats from construction sites. So if he ever wanted to do any landscaping in his backyard, <laughs> he could fence off the area in question. That's a good one. Thank you. Any ideas, Damon? No. Well, who's your favourite th- player at Manly? Tommy Turbo. Oh, he, he's Harsh on Brad Parker. But, uh, <laughs> fellow redhead. Exactly. Uh, LV05. With competition heavyweights, the Knights and Bunnies stumbling this week. Look at him pandering to me. Does this Smart. open the door for cellar dwellers such as, oh, I don't know, the Broncos Great to make question, a miraculously, miraculously somehow jag us top spot, eight spot? Well, if we play all of our games at Suncorp, we're you, in. You would be. You'd go close. <laughs> Simo underscore three. Can we please go back to Magic Round? They were better times. Some of these blokes, they just live for Magic Round. <laughs> they, they have nothing else in life. Just Magic Round. Uh, Pythago NRL, what's better? An alternative jersey for a two out of three game series, two to three game series, or a limited edition Captain Runs jersey doesn't get used in any game? Explain this to me. So game two, the Blues using alternate strip. Are they? Shocking. The, I did not know this. They're using yeah. their dark navy strip. Why? Because. Money is nice. Perth. And who's buying that? And, yeah, I have no idea. And of course, Origin doesn't make enough money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to look at this jersey, and if it's good, I might buy a Cam Murray one. Oh, and, you're not, I'm not going and to. Then you're going to be disappointed. Queensland not released, a, released a captain's run jersey in response after game one. For It costs more than the other jer- the normal jersey costs. The captain's run jersey. Really? Oh, that jersey's not good. I think the alternate strip's worse, though, because you're actually that wearing it alternate game. strip is very bad. Why yeah. are they wearing that? I don't like it. Get it out of here. Uh, I'm Mort7 Mitch Honest raw answer How happy are you with Seabold Have I not been honest and raw About this like all year On <laughs> this podcast I'm not <laughs> happy about it With him But there's a few positives But like I'm sick of the excuses Post match And like I'm more unhappy with the club though If they're trying to sell me A re- rebuild narrative now It's like you guys Didn't kick off any rebuild That captain's run jersey is sick If I was a But it's, br- but it's so expensive I'd buy that if I was a Queenslander Aren't you this week? I am, but I'm not yeah. for the purposes of um, spending <laughs> Spen- money on yeah. things. Like if we two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Well, yes. like if Brisbane are rebuilding, you know, and the club were making, weren't letting Jeez. Wayne make any decisions the last eighteen or so months on recruitment. If they were rebuilding, why did they re-sign Darius Boyd for four years, McCulloch for four years, Gillette for four years when he did his neck? Like you're not rebuilding. Don't bullshit me. It's just gone to shit the year after, and now you're stuck with some of these players. But it's like we, the Darius Boyd one was always like. Who are you competing against? Yeah. Like, like know, is, is anyone taking his spot? Like, is anyone underneath him, like, grabbing for that? Or? Not really. But it's like, you know, when you, you know, you're, and you re-sign, like, when we had to sign Payne Haas, which is stupid money, by the way, for a 19-year-old, we signed him for five years. It's like, well, they did that because, like, every other club was after him. Yeah. But with, like, Darius Boyd, it's like, there was not another single club looking to sign him. And yeah. you give him four years off the bat. Meanwhile, you look at a good club like the Storm, and I know... Comparing himself to the Storm is always a high bar, but it's like even Ken Smith, they didn't assure his future until after last year's season. Yeah. You know, because again, you don't owe Darius Boyd shit. Two, p- clubs get too loyal sometimes, and it's, it's going to bite the Broncos on the ass. 
Like, yeah. and, and other things as well. We re-signed guys like Jaden Sill with no plan on how to use them or what to do with them just because we didn't want to lose them. Yeah, okay. so it's like no one else can have them. Yeah. Yeah. You're considered reserve grade, I guess. And we'll yeah. pay you good money to do so. But it's like, again, good clubs like the Storm, just no one to let go sometimes. Mess up with Ozil. Leaving aside form, talent, or ability, rank which the following is most likely to get you selected for origin. Number one, play for a Sydney club. Number two, member of coaching staff works at your club. Three, family member on the selection panel. Or four, you're just an origin player. You just love the big moments. They're all good. They're all good. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like number two number after the Saifidi thing. Like... Member, yeah, yeah. Member of coaches that That's number like, one. Uh, family member on selection panel number two. Yep. Number three, you're just an Origin player. Yep. <laughs> and four, Sydney club. I mean, they're all really that's likely. A, that's a great take. It's, just, great. it's like, oh, he made a hit up. He's just built for the arena, yeah. isn't he? Even the Dalfanuka ticks all the boxes. What you think they would say, built for Origin? Yeah. He never got it. Remember no. those years? Ennis got picked ahead of Robbie Farah because he was an Origin player. He was. Good times. And then when Robbie played good in Origin, we were very confused. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, Dane Jones got anger. Should Seabold name Shibasaki at lock this year, like how Anthony Griffin once made Jack Reed play at lock? No. Get him away from the ball. T- tell me about yeah. that. What? Jack Reed playing lock. Yeah, that uh, sounds it was like awful. Origin period game. But they had a game where McCulloch play lock, whatever. Oh, here's another here's another old man Broncos take for you too. God, I feel like an old man this week, but like early thousands. I used to look forward to the origin period almost because like baby Broncos would come. Shane Walker captain. I mean, you'd see guys like Brent Tate or similar, you know, Casey Maguire came through that way, but many players would come out and stamp their name on a Broncos jersey and yeah. take someone else's jersey the year after. With this current Broncos patch, instead of these guys taking jerseys, you just sack everyone in front of them and they just not giving them, and they all suck. <laughs> There's an old man Broncos take. Didn't earn their jerseys. Uh, Josh Robbo, should you, do you, how do you see the NRL season progressing in comparison to last season? What do you mean? It's yeah. still round 14, still turning around 15 like last season. Days back, Mesut underscore Ozil. With Daniel Safidi being called up to the Blues starting side, what is the thing you've been asked to do in your life that you were the most unqualified to do? You? I've been on TV. I'm not qualified for that. Yeah. Well, I feel like I like, made up here, Damon, just sends people messages until he gets a job with things he's unqualified. Yeah, for. exactly. <laughs> That's all you do. Um, I remember one time, because I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm like a primary school teacher. No. Uh, okay. No, no. Um. Basic, um, or like I, I teach music in primary school, so I like work this program thing. Um, during the holidays, I do like Airtasker things. Like, do you know Airtasker? That yeah, thing yeah, where you yeah, just yeah. like do. Um, and there was this chick that was in hospital, and she was just like, "I need you to go feed my dog, and I'll pay you a hundred dollars." And I was like, "I love dogs. I can do that very easily." And I went there, and she was just like, "Here's the keys to like my apartment," and there was like the keys to a fucking Porsche on there, and I was like, "Oh." cool so i drove to her like house like apartment in barangaroo and she just was like she's never met me before and she's like yeah just go feed my dog and i was just like parked next to her car and it was just like a supercar and i was like i have the keys that like isn't this the worst idea you've ever had like isn't this like like, really stupid i feel like she was trying to commit insurance fraud and you let her down (laughs) (laughs) gave you the keys take my car Another hot part of this was she specifically asked that I buy and feed her dog KFC and I said I did and didn't because I felt bad that that was a bad thing to do. Don't do the dog KFC. No, I I gave it dog food. Was it fat? It was a chihuahua. So, no, it was not fat. I've never seen a fat chihuahua. That'd be weird. That is... that is. 
I don't know if you're unqualified, but that is a, that is a good story anyway. <laughs> it was it was just one of those things where it's just yeah. like I don't belong here because it was in Barangaroo and I was like I don't know where to park, I don't know where to drive, and everyone here's rich and important and yeah. So bizarre. yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, what am I unqualified for? Oh, I had, it was my dad's best man when he got remarried. When I was 18. That's Not qualified to be a best fair man. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> tell you that much. Eighteen year olds like did a good speech, but eighteen yeah, year olds aren't qualified to do anything. No, <laughs> like, just in general. Uh, Simon underscore ill ninety seven. Benji Marshall discuss. Oh, well, he's back in the the Kiwi side. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Is he, is he the captain or is he just the? I don't know if he's the uh, DWZ. Is the, will be the captain if he plays, but he got concussed. So who knows? But it's good to see him back. He's overdue a return. I thought he should have come back. Like. End of the Dragon, start of the Broncos time when they're like they were picking guys at t- like Toe Harris at six instead of playing Benji when they had injuries. Yeah, I mean like he's not that bad. No, so, he's not. Yeah, like it's a weird one. Uh, I'm Mort said, "How hard did you laugh on the Blues team list dropped? Pretty hard. It was great. Well, it was unfortunate they kind of like Pierce getting injured and um, Payne Ars getting injured made them fail upwards into a better side." Because at one point, I think the, the original league team had Pierce, and then I think it had like three back rowers on the bench or something. Yeah, Ridiculous. I'd believe it. Yeah. Uh, until 88, how many points would Lebanon beat Miss Lowe's by? <laughs> <laughs> Is Freddie still coaching them as well? No, he's not. Oh. Rick Stone, boring. Oh, the great man. Yeah, I uh, think he's coaching the Roosters women as well. How does, how does he keep getting gigs? Mystery. I don't know. Yeah. Wayne Bennett's fault if they lose, though. <laughs> <laughs> David Hunter. Would Trey Hawkinson have a longer origin career if he had A, had Cleary as his last name, B, played for Penrith, C, yes. all of the above? Yep. Good takes. Good above. takes all around. And we got two series, which is not bad. Uh, yeah, but who's his dad? TCT. What's more ridiculous, Saifidi being in or Latrell being left out? Saifidi being in is more ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Because that one doesn't... I could, like... Like the yeah, the Latrell Mitchell one isn't like it's bad, and I don't agree with it. But it's yeah. not like absolutely insane. Like, it's yeah. not like a typo, which is like almost yeah. what. Which just sounds it just sounds really mean, I guess now because it's like you know he's a human being. I wish you all the best. It's fun. I, but it's just <laughs> fuck. He's the biggest bolter I can remember. Yeah, yeah. The other bolter has generally been someone they picked for a utility, and it's like well, that guy's not going to play anyway. Like yeah, Jamie Bura. Boom. It's the biggest bolter. Yeah, the curse of like the New South Wales number fourteen. Yeah. Tyron Peachy, Dylan Walker, Jamie Bureau. Yeah. Jason King was a big bolter, but he yeah. had like ten years at the first grade. Oh man. Uh but yeah, poor Dan Sofidi. I mean, as you said, Latrell being left out, you can kind of find ways to, to you know, figure Yeah. Oh, well maybe it's a good thing. Maybe he'll kick back in after this, but it's like Safidi, it's like you weren't in like the top fifty contenders. I hope he plays well. Good. Oh, so do I. I hope he's just it's just insane or something. It just does three hundred meters yeah. and I did enjoy though Latrell ends uh, Will Chambers' 2018 Origin Series Chambers yeah. responds by ending Latrell's Origin career Good on him In one game, <laughs> one game. Like Yeah All it took it's from like Will Chambers to have Latrell a bad game was he's actually just shut up for once and just not talk at him it Didn't fire him up Yeah There you go uh, Eels TCT are back Who is the best Who is the best place clubs Okay best place clubs to win the comp in five years time I top three future clubs for each host, if you would. I don't like this. Can we not do this? Like, I don't like it. I'm I hate doing it. Everyone, yeah. like, I'm always one of those people, like, I, I get sick of clubs who keep planning for the future. It's like, the competition <laughs> is supposed to be won now. <laughs> it was like we have a salary knock- cap. Like. So people knocked the Raptors for going for Kawhi. I thought it was the best thing ever. I didn't think they'd win the body NBA, but it's like, you're in, the, in, in this thing to win competitions. Yeah. You're not in it to win the comp in seven years, because so many things can happen from now. Like, 
and this it, the cop out of here is naming like the, the the youngest teams. I'm going to say Melbourne, South, and the Roosters. There you go. Good teams would be good. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Swiss Army Cowboy. Why are two tests at the same time? Isn't it women's Wait, what and men's cop? That women's and men's are clashing, isn't it? That doesn't matter. Mm. Warwick Ahern yeah. with Bungard talking about buying up running shoes for half marathons. Yeah. Any tips for a skinny fat guy just wanting to finish a 10k without looking like a sweaty beater yes. at the end? Yes. Um, download an app or Google this program, like running program called the Couch to 5K. Um, I actually did it like six or seven, maybe seven or eight years ago, maybe when I first started um, like taking up running. Um, and basically, you start off the first week. It's essentially like you're going from being a couch potato to being able to run a 5K with no dramas. And so essentially in the first week, I think it's like you run for 60 seconds then you walk for 90 seconds and you repeat that process until you've done five kilometers. And then the second week, it's like more running and more walking. And then I think after the third week and onwards, it's the running parts become longer than the walking parts progressively until in the ninth week. Hypothetically, if you stick to the training, you should be able to run a 5K with no problems. So I would start there. And then once you can run a 5K, you can run a 10K. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Hamish Neal, do you think Dale Fanu can walk into Blues camps and ask why did you disrespect me for so long? Nah, he'll keep his head down and do his job because he, that's the kind of guy he He'll is. be teacher's pet. Doesn't yeah. want to get dropped. <laughs> uh, Nathan Thorson, if you bring back one defunct team, which one would it be and why? Crushers. Why is that? <laughs> cool jerseys. Cool jersey. Cool name. Um, yep. Crushers is a cool name. Is it problematic yep. now because there's a penalty called a crusher? Would they have yes. to? Would they be allowed to be called that? They probably. I don't know. Slet the Central Coast Cannonballs. Or Stingers. Yeah. The team <laughs> I bring back is the Hunter Mariners because the Hunter region deserves better. <laughs> We're not even allowed to joke about that. Harry <laughs> Ramage is going to burn your house down. Is that better? <laughs> they don't deserve what they've got. You know, that's, that's a passionate fan base. It doesn't deserve to be this bad. You can't even joke. That's bad juju. It's don't bad. do it. <laughs> is Harry going to have to turn up my front door tomorrow? He actually might. <laughs> don't joke about that shit. Uh, also, maybe Western Reds. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, Sean Davies. What's a bigger headline? Blues dropping Latrell or Queensland picking Edric Lee on extended bench over Corey Thompson? No, well, Lee's already injured again. But Lee's been on extended bench like a hundred. Corey times. Norman also nineteenth man. Good. What a redemption yeah. tale. But I feel like Corey Norman's on man because like he's the only depth Queensland player that doesn't play for Pacific Islands teams. It's like, well, you can come to the camp, I guess. Yeah. Like how how many years has Edric Lee been in like eighteenth, nineteenth man or like in, in the camp? Yeah. But he's barely been in first grade. He's been like nineteenth man. Yeah. <laughs> like Branko Lee's been it for Christ's sake. The Queensland oh, one's just like anybody gets it. Yeah. I know. David Hunter, Aporto, and Nando's. Um, Aporto. 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 Yeah. Aporto's sliding, but Nando's is over over overpriced garbage. Yeah. Try and wrap this up soon. Uh, let's go. Warwick Ahern. Who took the biggest L since Sunday night? Latrell or Monday's lawyers claiming racism, even though Indigenous players are replaced with Indigenous players. <laughs> what? Did they claim racism? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Too. So, were they as Indigenous? The players are replaced Jeez. Um. Warwick Hearn again. St. Louis and Toronto getting first championships in the past week. Should we start getting Cleveland ready for the Browns parade? Nah. <laughs> no. Good luck winning that division, champ. Cleveland deserve pain, generally. It's what I cannot like. wait till my boys in purple sack Baker Mayfield 15 times next year. <laughs> okay, I think that's all the questions. There's a few more. That, I think there's like one or two more that are shots at you, Bungard. I think we had enough for the, what the shot shots. From what? What did I do this week? I don't know. <laughs> what are they? Give me one. Okay, this one says, what's the biggest coward move? Not having Twitter at all or... Wait, oh, I just clicked out of it. That's fine. So oh, you're having just... shit hair. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Have the guys who take shots at me looked at themselves? Like they are a cavalcade of just like advertisements for before shots for self help seminars. <laughs> and and they... Well, you in your hair, change like, your diet. Seriously, <laughs> it's your life just out, ridiculous. 
Oh my god, I I don't understand this. This is like when um who was it that called Cam Smith a nobody in that in like like preseason game? I don't know. Was it Josh McGuire? Sounds like something he would I do. I don't know. But uh, uh, someone but called Cam Smith a nobody. This is the equivalent of that. Is it like when uh, Mitch Pearce told Thurston he was? He it was is a lot finished. like that. Yeah, take, take a look old. at yourselves, yeah. sort your lives out, and maybe maybe then maybe then come back. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, there's, there's enough there's enough shots there. <laughs> there's plenty. It's all right. Good on him. I mean, it's it's good to, I mean. It's good to aspire to something, I suppose. I don't know. Um, well, we pins can save anything, mate. They, can, they actually can. They're really good. I swear by them. Um, anyway, that's the show. Damon, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no really worries. Thanks for having me. It's a tough ask, mate. I know we talk over everybody, so but thanks for well. filling in. <laughs> Held your own brilliantly. Yeah. And you weren't you. too funny to outshine us, even though you could have been. Which I, I respect. I was dialing it down. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to end like that now. It's no. ruled well. <laughs> no, you guys need to put, put some quips out. Oh. Are we, are we not funny enough? We've been too serious these last couple of years on this podcast, apparently. Apparently. Taking the whole thing. Not enough jokes. Too much preparation. I guess so. All right. That's our show. Enjoy Rep Round Origin. Women's Origin Friday night. That should be Oh, we didn't pick the Rep Round games. Who cares? They're going to be fun. I'll enjoy watching them. I don't care who wins. All right. Say goodbye, Damon. See you, guys. Say goodbye, Mitchell. See ya. Thanks. Goodbye from me. Imagine as I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor And I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear in exchanging of words What a beautiful wedding What a beautiful wedding Says a bridesmaid to a waiter But what a shame What a shame the poor groom's bride is a whore I chime in with a haven't you people Technically our marriage is saved